10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2...
And hello everyone, and welcome to the Tally Ho Show with me, Andy. Oh. Are you there, James? Yeah, right here. Oh, I just did an introduction, I said. <laughs> I, I couldn't hear you at all then. You gonna hear me? What? Uh, that's a bit odd, that. Anyway, uh, should we start that again? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, um, uh. And hello, and hello everyone and welcome to the Tally Ho Show with me, Andy. And with myself, James. There we go, yes. Welcome there back we to episode two of the Tally Ho Show. Yes, you know, it's we're still we're still alive and kicking, oddly enough. Strange. Uh, well, how are we still going? I thought Twitch would take us down by now, at least. I, I thought that as well, but appa apparently that is uh, not the case. Not the case, yet. so, you know. Hey, you know, if, if we're not getting kicked off yet, might as well keep going. Might as well keep going. Yep, definitely. Yes. Hopefully, also Trish doesn't has, has got more things to deal with than just us. So we're going to deal with that now. Keep going for as long as we can. Pretty much, pretty much, indeed. But yes, let's say thank, thank you guys so much for coming by to the show. Hopefully, you're having a very, very good Sunday if you're listening to this live, or if you're downloading this or listening to this on the podcast. Hopefully, you're having a very good day, indeed. Uh, thank you to everyone that is chatting right now in the chat room. Uh, big thank you to uh, say uh, the Green Viper Eight. Who is uh, saying hello, hello, hello? And how is everyone? And he says, "Oh, also, are you still looking for a podcast provider, Andy?" Summons the power of God and anime. Oh goodness! And you're you're, chal you're challenging Viper to a, to a game, to a duel. Yes, is it, I is, am. Is this, a, is this a children's card game? Is it by any chance? Not just any children's card game. A shadow children's card game. Well then, well then, indeed. Uh, and yeah, Viper says, oh, also, do you need, are you still looking for a podcast provider? Well, I've, we, we've got SoundCloud. We have SoundCloud, so that, that is our podcast provider. They seem to be treating us well, so that's always good. And uh, Iron Yoshi, who has just jumped into the chat as well. Hello there to you, sir. How are you? Hopefully you're well and good. So yeah, thank you so much, everyone, for coming by. As I say, if you are new to listening to the show, welcome. This is just a random gaming topic show. We just talk about anything and everything about gaming. We play some awesome music and we have a little segment for you guys to take part on that are listening live called The Throne of Games. More info to that when we get to it. When we get to it indeed. And Iron Yoshi says, do I smell the British? I mean, do you yes, smell what the Brit is cooking? Insert rock theme here. <laughs> Well, we do have our cup of tea, so, you know, this is what we're This is what the pictures are spelling right now. Yes. And this is glorious! There's a tasty cup of tea. Well, mine, mine's because I'm, I'm, okay, like, shock horror. I, I already told James this, but I, um, I forgot to buy milk for my tea. <gasps> I, I, I... So I, I can't be I can't be stood next. I can't even be on the show next to you. Wow! Honestly, wow! How could, oh, how oh. could you? How could you honestly forget? How was... could you honestly forget tea? You absolute! I. <laughs> Where's... No, it didn't work. No, it didn't work. Oh no, the bleep is broken. <laughs> there we go. There we are. <laughs> you absolute boing. <laughs> I was going to say, I have a substitute. I have chocolate milk in my tea. <laughs> hey, it actually tastes pretty darn good. If you don't have milk in your fridge, but you have chocolate milk and you need a cup of tea, use chocolate milk. It works. It works. I've yeah. never, I have never known anyone to have chocolate milk in a tea bag before, but now you say it, I kind of want to try it. Yeah, as I was gonna say, don't knock it till you try it. It's like Marmite. Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> we do, and we still hate it. I love it, so. 
Hush here. <laughs> and us, and me, and me among my normal people. I say normal, but I'm not really far from normal. We do not like Marmite. Well then. <laughs> I'm not normal then. So I've never been normal in my life, so it's all good. It's all fine. It's all fine and fine. Yeah, yeah why not? Normal's rubbish and boring anyway. Yeah. Viper says, I see. I was going to say, if you want to get into all the common podcast apps, I know good and directly, uh, decently priced provider. Oh, well, I mean, feel, feel free to, uh, you know, uh, pass me that information, uh, Viper. It'll be also good to like try and find other podcast providers to see uh, where we can put the Tally Ho Show back in. So we have SoundCloud as like the podcast home, but you know, if there's anything else that's better, we can we can definitely go for that. Uh, well, the I, more, more people get to see the show, the better. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I know she says I have asked you if you had Far Cry Four, haven't I? Yes, yes, you did. Uh, I don't have Far Cry Four, uh, but I'm probably maybe getting it maybe sometime in the future. I'm not too sure when, but I will be. But yes, as I say, episode two, and uh, we, you know. We're still going strong, and um, we have some really good topics to discuss about. We, as I say, we've got Throne of Games, got some great music. Shall we just kick things off right now, James, with our first topic? I say we bloody well should. So, oh. Andy, if you'd like to introduce the first topic for today. Yes, indeed. And uh, let me just get something quickly. There we go. And boom, just like that. So the first topic is going to be about... We're going to be talking a little bit about video arcades. So are they slow video arcades, are they slowly dying or will the new technology revive them as we once knew? So you know video arcades, you know, back in the day, you know, before like gaming was big with uh, you know, in, in the home and stuff. If you were going out maybe to the seaside or, you know, in the city or something, you just see that there's always like a local arcade like nearby. You know, like when you're a kid, you'd just be like, oh my gosh. Like, I need to go play this game, and it's only 50 pence or 50 cents or something, and you know, you saved up all your pocket pocket money, your change, running into the arcade to play that specific game because you've been playing it so bloody, for so bloody long, for a long time, and you're trying to complete it, but you never seem to complete it, and you try, you save up all your money just so you can try again. You know, this, those great memories of video arcades. But now in, the, now in these days, you know, we see that some of them are going. Some, you know, some video arcades are going out of business or slowly like disappearing and uh, it's a shame because you know they they are a great hub for you know getting to see getting them you know it's a good place to get to meet people or, and you know play games and just have a good time but with new technology coming in with you know virtual reality and uh, more like HD style like um, machines like is, is the new technology going to slowly revive the video game arcades as we once knew? Like, will the new generation of, uh, of kids be able to experience that same feeling as we did when we were kids? So that's the topic, video arcades, are they slowly dying or will new technology revive them as they once knew? James, it is over to you. What do you think, sir? Uh, personally, I remember always spending time in the arcades. I remember going on a holiday once to Spain. Uh, we were staying at this hotel. And I'd always ask my mum for 10 euros because there was a House of the Dead 2 game, uh, arcade game. And I spent most of my time playing on that all the time. Which is a bit annoying because I ended up losing at uh, the Emperor, which I'm really annoyed at. Never beat him on that one, but no, I understand what you mean. I, I love video game arcades and spaces like down at the piers, uh, near the beach, they're perfect. They're just nice to have that sort of place. But, it's a bit of a shame that they're starting to leave now because of technology and all that. But 
On the same side though, I've seen games that were originally on uh, the computers, for example, uh, Guitar Hero was the main one, actually come on to in the arcades now, so you can actually play different songs on the arcades. That is true, yeah. I, I, I do remember when you talked about, like, say, House of the Dead and uh, with The Emperor and uh, all that. <laughs> like, those games were, like, brilliant. Like, absolutely brilliant. And I think, um, like, for me, um, the one arcade that I used to go to a lot, and I don't know if you went to it as well, James, uh, in Southampton, there was an arcade called Sega Park. No, I didn't, unfortunately. I didn't realize I was a Sega Park. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was like the best place ever. So, in one of the old malls, it's, it's uh, been demolished now, sadly, but uh, in one of the old malls, if you go into the city, uh, you walk down, there's a big arcade machine, a big arcade, and it's called Sega Park. And that's it, Vickstro's just jumped in. Hello, sir, Sega Park in Bargate. That's it, there's a fellow Ham Hampshire lad there for you. And uh, Silent Cast has just jumped in. Tally ho, indeed. Tally ho. Uh, how are you, sir? Hopefully you're well. Thank you for coming by. Thank you as well, Vicstro, for coming as well. Tally ho to you, sir. Uh, oh, Yoshi says, also, I have a question. What is everybody's thoughts on console wars? Oh, we could talk about that probably um, in, a, in a later show, actually. Actually, we could do that. We could uh, probably get that as a topic, maybe. Yeah, there we go. That's our topic for next week. Less than a topic. We'll get we'll get that one on next week's show. Mark my words, Yoshi. Um, yes, no, Sega Park in Bargate. That was the mall, Bargate in Southampton. It was a bloody shame that it went, it, um, it closed down. Um, I think, I don't know. I don't know if Bargate's still closed down. Not too sure. But I know Sega Park's gone. But when I was a kid, when I, I always went to Southampton with my gran. And every time I went into the city... I would always ask her, can I? Can we go to Sega Park? Can we go to Sega Park? She would say yes. She would give me five pounds, and then I would go... Uh, oh no, she would give me like two, two or three pounds, and then I would go in and play whatever I want, and it was like mostly House of the Dead, because I, I just loved that game as a kid. And there was like, you know, like bowling there, there was like all these other awesome Sega arcade machines. It was just a great place to go and just enjoy yourself as a kid. And... I think, when did it slowly die? I think it closed when I was like 17, 18. So it was like late 2000s when it was like slowly disappearing. So it was it's a blood. I think it must have started coming out just after probably the Nintendo Wii because a lot of that arcade source and all that arcade feeling kind of went into the Nintendo Wii. And yes. it was cheap as well. Yes, that is, that is true. That is true. I think it was around about that time when. Um, uh, that was when I think the Sega Sega Park uh, went. So, and that was a shame, really, because it was like it was such a great hub to go out and meet people, and uh, you know, a good place to just play games and just chill. It was a really, really good little hub. And yeah, it's just like it's it was a shame. It was an absolute shame. So, but what what's been your fondest uh, arcade moments, uh, James? Like, which, which where was like your uh, arcade hub? That you went to my my arcade hub is actually still going to this day, which I'm very quite, which I'm actually quite proud of. Hey. Uh, it's Stokes Bay on Neon Soldier. It's always always went down there when I was down at the beach. I even go in there now recently, even just to have a couple of plays on either the two pence machine with my fiance, or just go on the um, well, the main one really being the um, air hockey. That's because we just want to try and kick each other's ass, and it's still winning. It's still but, winning. Um, my God. Yep. <laughs> I, but, I thought I thought uh, she beat you. <laughs> only on days when I'm feeling really really bad. Ah, but fair um, yeah, but other times, uh, yeah, they've got so many great games down there still, and I love the fact that it's still going. It's not as many people as it is, especially not right now because it's winter time. 
But I feel in summertime it will start kicking back up again and a lot of people will uh, go back into it. But what was it? Uh, Green Viper 8 has just said, personally, I don't believe so. As much as I love arcades and feel like they're too expensive for kids now, some games are like £2 per play now, which doesn't sound bad, but with the difficulty of arcade games, don't really get much bang for your buck now. Now, see, that's quite a good point because I've noticed a couple of games where they must crank up the difficulty level up to exceptionally hard. Because, especially um, the couple of racing ones, like, um, I think it was uh, Sega Rally. I remember playing that when I was younger, and it was always a case of it seemed to get uh, the times always seemed to get shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. I don't yet to go through it to get more time, but it doesn't seem like it gave you enough time at the end of it. And then by the end of it, you just thought, well, that's very annoying. Okay, number two, number two quid. I can do this. I can do this. But there's also as well uh, one good for you, Andy, which you might enjoy to see. There is a uh, Hollywood Bowl in Southampton now that has its own arcade, and on the arcade itself, they have. Mario Kart Arcade. Oh, baby. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That is nothing short of brilliant. I jumped in there, took a picture of my Mario mustache, my Mario hat, <laughs> and I just drove, used the power. I was just like, <clears throat> my time to shine. And I won, actually. I won twice. So You won. You won. Not once, but twice. Yep. Once, the, que twice. the question is, though, can you win three times? Then, then, I'll, then, then, then I'll be impressed. <laughs> Oh, it depends. What are you next up for Mario Kart? When you come over. <laughs> In April. Yep. Good point. I'll take. I'll kick your ass then. I'll take. I'll take you to the near. Well, uh, it's not a nearby arcade, but it's an arcade that's. Uh, it's an hour away, but it's such a great place. We'll talk a little bit about more on the arcade that's nearby me in just a little bit. Um, but uh, Silent Caster says I'm doing all right. How are you all? We're doing very well, thank you, sir. Very well indeed. Thank you so much for coming by to the show. And uh, Vixtro says last time I saw it, this is the Sega Sega Park in um, Bargate many years back. Only half the room was being used. You could see a line of arcade machines from behind. Looked really odd. I know that's what I saw. That's exactly what I saw when I the last time I went. It just like half of the place was used, and like it's just arcade machines just lined up. I'm just like, that's no, this is not the Sega Park that I used to know and love. What's going on? Also, the carpet was like it just had Sonic on it, a Sonic carpet. It was oh, it just oh, it was so good. This is why I had my love for Sonic because it was just like you know playing him on the Sega Mega Drive slash Genesis, and you know seeing him at Sega Park. It's just so good. Uh. And um, what was the one thing I was gonna? I was just looking at. Um, I have no idea. What was it you were looking at? Looking at something in the chat, but uh, nope, nope, not that. Oh yeah, that was it. I um, wanted to talk about a little bit more about Mario Kart. Um, yeah, when I first saw that Mario Kart was coming out as an arcade game, uh, I flipped because I was like, wait a minute, what's this? I never thought. I never thought that Mario Kart. I thought it would only just be a console-only game, but apparently is expanded into uh, into the arcade universe, which is absolutely <laughs> amazing. When the first one came out with Pac-Man, I think the first one had Pac-Man featuring Pac-Man. If I recall, yeah, because it was it yeah, was yeah, I remember now. Yeah, I remember Pac-Man being yeah, because uh, it was made because it. it was made by Namco, um, the arcade. So they added Pac-Man in it, and in the Mario Kart GP2, I think it's Grand Prix 2, um, they added Miss Pac-Man. So, but yeah, no, seeing the first uh, Mario Kart arcade machine, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, I never thought this would happen. And it actually plays really, really well. Um, so, yes, definitely will be 
totally playing that when we when you come or when I come over hopefully back in March James we should we should totally go and play Mario Kart <laughs> yes good point we'll have a, we'll have a competition three games over in Britain and we'll have three games over in Canada and we then we'll be able to tell who's the champion who is the true champion it's the, it's the Mario Kart Grand Prix series <laughs> that is pretty much our that is pretty much our rivalry though it's Mario Kart. It is. All, all our life, it's been Mario Kart. Like, it's just insane. <laughs> yeah. So what's the... I, I forgot, though. What's the scoreboard in regards to me and you and Mario Kart? Because if I remember correctly... I don't I don't remember. <laughs> well, luckily, I do. I'm pretty sure uh, I'm still in the lead by a big margin. Well, I've been practicing. <laughs> See, so have I, so have I. I've been playing Mario Kart 8 like on stream for the past two and a half years, so I, I think I've got some practice. I think I've got like a little bit better. <laughs> Probably not, but you know. Yeah. Well, practice as a count against true master skill. And don't forget, I used to do my train. I used to do my training back at Rainbow Road. So. Oh yeah, you you did the expert training, eh? <laughs> oh yeah, that was definitely expert. If you could, if you could go all the way through Rainbow Road without falling off, you knew you had some skill. That's true. That is true. Green Viper says because uh, in the chat people are talking about console wars, and uh, Victor saying console wars have been redundant, uh, redundant for years because of the PC. And then Viper just comes in and say, "Does PC have Mario Kart? No, exactly. Return to Mario." <laughs> well, well, uh, well, well, good sir. I believe your I believe your um, argument has been well, we truly destroyed. Well played, Green Viper. Well played. Well, well, we we can dis we can discuss more on that. Maybe next episode, episode three. So, who knows? Who knows? But um, there's one arcade um, nearby me, which I'm going to be taking you, and it's called Castle Fun Park, which is located in Abbotsford, BC, and uh, it's a huge establishment. You know, there's a freaking go kart like track outside. Granted, the go karts are bad; they're terrible, but. It's a good place. It, it literally is. It's it's so cheap, but you know, it's it's good for just like a little rad, like a random. If you've had a, like a couple of drinks, maybe then you're just like, oh, let's go on a go kart. Oh, here's a shell um, and all that. So stuff. are we? So are we basically going to get drunk and go go karting, Addy? Because well, I, I do not. See, I do not hear a flaw with this plan. At I, all. I, I wouldn't say go drunk because you know don't don't drink excessively and drive people. No. <laughs> I wouldn't say oh, that. Of course not. The, the Telehost show does not does not encourage the use of drinking while driving. Yes, Unless exactly. you're on a go-kart and you're within the confines of a go-kart track. Yes, or, or just or just be good and don't drink at all. <laughs> it's like, we'll just say that. We'll just say that. But yeah, no, yeah. it's... Uh, you have a go, we have a go-kart in place there. Um, and then once you go inside the establishment, on the right, there's, like, there's just arcades. There's just like the new style arcade machines everywhere. There's a, there's like a little space where, I don't know if, you have, if you've seen those machines, James, where you go inside this room and it's like a ninja room and you, you have to press a button. You have to like go dodge all like the lasers to touch the button on the other side. And then you have to dodge the lasers again to get to the end. And if you, if you do it in a good time and you haven't touched any lasers, you get like the high score. I don't know if you've I've seen, seen something. I've seen something like that, but I've never had the chance to do that. And 
are not very flexible, so I don't know how I'll do well with those. But yeah, why the hell not? It's it's tricky as hell. Or you can do ninja, or you could do monster. Monster's pretty much where all the lasers are. Your objective is to try and grab, touch all the lasers as quickly as possible. You have to press buttons to get more lasers. You have to like. So you just see, like, on the camera, people flailing around, doing cartwheels, jumping, <laughs> like, freaking, I don't know, doing everything, just to try and get all the lasers. It's absolutely insane. I and see both you and me doing that, though, can't we? I'm like, ow, get it, I don't know, just check, go, go, go. <laughs> I've already fight done that. Fight for the pain, fight for the pain. I've, I've did that, I've done cartwheels, I've freaking, like, pulled a muscle doing that freaking game. And it was worth it because I got a high score. I mean, for like for for half an hour, I got a high score, and then someone beat me, and I'm like, "Well, crap." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh goodness. But they also have as well. They also have like outside. They ha um, if you go to the back of the establishment, there's like um, like some sport training facilities. You can do like air hockey shot. You can do ice hockey shots. You there's like uh, a baseball um, area where you can like practice your like your batting skills and. Uh, underground on the basement there's like two mini golf courses it's <laughs> it's insane where this place is and then there's a top floor and when you go in the top floor you're in video arcade heaven literally oh. like there's like ne next gen arcade machines there's retro arcade machines there's an outrun arcade machine there's an afterburner outrun um there's an afterburner arcade machine there's just oh and then there's also like you know there's like the um like the the like the third-party arcade machines, which have video games inside, so you can play Super Mario as an arcade game, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, you've kind of sold me already. It was straight away. It's like, yeah, but they've got this a bit sold, but, but sold. I didn't, just don't. You don't need to sell me. I'll give you more money. Just. <laughs> yeah. Yes, no, we are definitely going there, though, when I come over. Definitely, definitely. Ayoshi says he's got to go. Okay, sir, thank you very much for coming by. Have yourself a good day. Hopefully see you very, very soon indeed. Uh, more talking about the console wars in the chat. Rickstro says, I only play for the games these days, so I don't see any reason why I shouldn't be able to buy play anything on the PC. So long as Ninty keep locking their games behind their inferior hardware, the more I don't care about. Ah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. They put uh, games on mobile phones, so it only seems like it's only a matter of time they put games on PC. Well, you ah, never know. No. Speaking about games on mobile phones... Well, you've we'll, heard the news, haven't you? I, I've heard the news, yes, and we we may have to talk about that in in a Abs few in a future show. Absolutely, the fact that we've just discussed it as well at large, like I might add, is exactly the right sort of question we need to ask. Yes, um, the one thing I'm going to say is is about that is I'm very very hyped about it. I'm very very hyped. It's weird, but I'm very very hyped about it. <laughs> I am, the second that comes, I've got it already secured on the App Store to say, when it comes out, it's alerting me. I'm downloading it. I don't care where the hell I am. I'm getting Wi-Fi and I'm downloading it. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, no, I was saying, going back to the, um, to the place as well, the Castle Fun Park, there's just, yeah, I think, what else was there? Oh yeah, there was like a Contra arcade machine. There's just, they've got so much retro stuff. They've even got, you, you'll love this, James. They've even got the old school 80s arcade machines you know the ones where you looked at like it's just like a table and you're playing like pac-man and space invaders like yeah. the old 70 80s arcade machines they have those and they work and it's like oh, i literally fangasmed when i first went there i'm not gonna lie we, you do realize we're probably gonna have to do this the day um after uh, my fiance's goes to see her family right 
If I probably, if she's going to say I probably honest stuff, that's the day we're gone, because that is it. The whole day is going to be spent us to annihilate each other again. We'll keep it on tally as well. Yes. In fact, our tally ho show will be the tally tally ho show. The tally tally ho show. <laughs> yes, I, I think, yeah. Because I don't think Anna's going to be wanting to go. You go see your, you go see your cousins. You know, you just go see your cousins, babe. It's fine. We're just going to go hang out, go to the arcade machine, go to the arcades, have some fun. Anna, <laughs> <laughs> uh, James, how long have you been at the arcades for? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, we've been here since about eight o'clock this morning. Why? It's ten at night. Oh, buddy, oh. Yeah, time flies when you, time flies when you're having fun, eh? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Right, one more game. One more game. Two oh, hours later. later. Oh no, it'd be funny if she just like, well, when did you start going there? 8 o'clock, it's 10 o'clock at night. Really? <laughs> the day's still young. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, 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 what was that? Uh, I saw a little post on Facebook and it said, um, a newspaper article and they came up with my son's 11 hour Xbox edition. I saw him put a little photo beneath it and just said, you need to crank those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> those are rookie numbers. <laughs> That is actually, that is rookie numbers. Like, come on, bruh. <laughs> what, 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 yeah. Dad, you've got an extra 13 hours. What's the matter with you? Oh, you need six hours of sleep. Exactly. Hey, I, I live on six hours of sleep. Granted, I, granted I feel like death every morning, but hey, you know, I still wake up in the morning. <laughs> Eventually, but it takes you, a, it does take a lot of, it's like, do I really need this job? Yes, I need the money. Come <laughs> Yeah. Well, what to be the day that I can just get paid to play games? That's not gonna be happening yet. Okay. Well, you could do that, or you can win the lottery. That's kind of like being paid whilst playing games. <laughs> I win the lot. I win the lottery. I'm buying that huge, huge, huge uh, complex that you just talked about, and I'm bringing a, I'm bringing a complete clone of it to Britain, right next to my house. Goodness. Well, ooh. you better invite me when you do that. <laughs> Invite me over, oh, I'll, make, I'll make you. I'll make you the VIP of the grand opening. Sweet, epic, epic stuff. Red Rocket Stream just came by. He says, "Hey, dude." He says, "Work sucks, but the bills keep coming." It's like exactly. That's exactly it. We gotta pay the bills, but we get to play the games. So it's a very, very sick, twisted fate that we have. But it's but a good you, one. But you know what the old saying is: "Work hard, play hard." So you know. You work hard to get the money and pay the bills, but you play hard when you have that little bit of cash left to go into the arcade. <laughs> yep, good point there. So let's go. Let's go on to a little bit more about the topic, and then we'll go for a conclusion. Um, so James, because as we we're saying, we're talking about like a, a lot more of like some new arcades account, new arcade games are coming in. You know, we have a new Daytona coming out. Um, I think it's out now in the West. I'm not too sure. I have to double check. Uh, but Virtual Reality Arcade. What are your thoughts on that? It's brilliant. If they could get the money to afford it and actually place it into the arcades themselves, they could earn so much money from that. And there's a lot of stuff as well where, um, they're, in fact, they're doing it right now with Star Wars. It's not really like an arcade machine as itself. There's like loads of different rooms and then you get all oh, this virtual reality helmet uh, and then all around you is just full of um, like stormtroopers the layout's completely different sort of thing it's just like normal boxes like green screen boxes but the way you get your uh, virtual reality headset on it looks like a completely different place and i think that's definitely going to be kicking off you can get them into arcades i guarantee they will sell out by the millions now when you say the star wars like game with virtual reality because um, I did see a video I think this was a, a couple of years back 
where do you remember the old Star Wars arcade game, James? The one with the yes, stick. One with the stick, and you had three levels. You had the Death Star, you had the uh, the forest fight, and then you had to face Darth Vader. Um, yeah, that's still going in view, actually. That is, that's, well, that's still an amazing arcade game. It really is. Yeah. And when you look at the graph, like you see the graphics of the game, and you remember when you first saw it as a kid, the graphics still look gorgeous. <laughs> Like, how, like the technology they had in order to make that back in the day. How the hell did they? Because it still looks good, and it's an old '90s game. It's like it's insane. You know you've done you've done, you've done well though when old '90s games still look decent compared to uh, games today. You know you've done well. Exactly. Uh, Victor says Star Wars trilogy. That was it. Star Wars trilogy arcade. That was in the Sega Park. Good fun. Yes, it was made. But it was uh, another game made by Sega. Um, you know, Sega's just the. Uh, Sega's just the godfather when it comes to arcade machines, arcade games. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. But yes, that is it. Star Wars Trilogy. That was a really good game as well. He said, Victor says, always found that lightsaber fight with Boba Fett odd though. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Because that's, that's a bonus thing, isn't it? Um, I didn't get it myself, but I saw someone um, uh, do it. Lightsaber fight with Boba Fett. I'm like, that's really strange. <laughs> I, did, I did not know that even existed. Yeah, yeah. Right now. I was actually about to... I was actually about to call Vixtro out and just go, wait, no, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Like, actually, he does. Really? Yeah, I think... I, I might need to replay that game now. Uh, you might have... Check it out on YouTube. I believe I'm, I believe that is it. I forget which level you have to complete in order to do it, but I, yeah, I do recall... Um, having that lightsaber fight with Boba Fett, which is very strange. But yeah, when you talk about that, um, the virtual reality game, because I remember seeing um, a video of, because I think some company made like a HD remake of Star Wars Trilogy, but it's like, instead of having the joystick, you're in a hub, you're in like this hub, and you're sitting yeah. down and you're holding the controller and you're actually playing the game. And it's like, it's a newly styled version of the game. And it's like, the graphics look amazing. And, you know, I think it wasn't really an actual arcade. It was just someone like testing out like stuff with the new technology that they had. But it looked yeah. gorgeous. And you say that this Star Wars virtual reality game, is that kind of like what it is, like Star Wars trilogy? Or is it actually like t taking on a new um, like game um, or story towards uh, Star Wars? I think it's sort of, it's not like you're in one spot and then you just, um, you're not just in one spot. Like I said, there's just loads and loads of different boxes. But they're all interconnected. But when you put your VRT headset on, it looks like you're on board like the Death Star, for example. So oh. you just you walk around this entire you walk around all these boxes, but the outside looking in, you just look like a bunch of guys with loads of equipment on your back walking around places that don't even look that look blank as hell. But inside the helmet it looks incredible. And you were saying then about the um the they were, they were testing out the uh, like PC graphics. There's also another one I saw where this man is just standing on this pad, and it's like um, sloped up. But then the guy actually looked like he was running. Whenever he ran, he ran on this particular platform. And in the game, it actually saw him running as well. Oh. I thought that looked incredible because the guy was just fully packed. There was like there was a there's like a harness around him and all that. He's having like a gun. He's got. Uh, virtual reality headset on him, and like I said, he's like he's moving on this just this tiny little platform. But on the game, he looks like he's moving around as in is a part of that game, which is absolutely brilliant. Oh boy! And if you think you can get that into uh, arcades, I think you definitely get them back up. 
as in most people would definitely turn up to do that. I I would say that maybe like virtual reality arcade machines that they, they will happen, and um, it'll probably be a while until it does. But I think it, that that'll be the thing that will help revive arcade uh, video arcades because as you know, virtual reality headsets are not are not suit are not cheap. They're not they're not at a, a good price. They're oh, su- no, su- no, super no, expensive no, no. as hell. So not a lot of people have uh, virtual reality headsets. But if you bring virtual reality arcade machines into arcades, um, maybe like say in the next couple of years or so, guarantee people are going to be jumping in those arcades and trying them out because it's like that's the only way in order to get that VR experience just to try it out and have good have fun. It's like at the arcade. So. If that if they do that before the virtual reality headsets like go down in price, um, yeah, it, the arcades are gonna be booming, and that that'll be like when the next generation of um, you know kids or you know next generation of kids that go to arcades. That's what's I feel like that's what's gonna help revive. I mean, it might it might it just depends really, but I feel like and I hope that's what's gonna make it uh, make arcade you know revive the uh, video arcade uh, yeah. video arcades. Keep my yeah, fingers definitely. crossed. Uh, Asmadan says, hey Andy, how's it going? Hey Asmadan, tally-ho to you, sir. Hopefully you are keeping well and good. And Victor says, I also have Star Wars Arcade on the 32X, but I never saw that one in the arcade. That is true. Back in the day, there was a Star Wars arcade game. Like, uh, back in, I think it was like the 80s or so. Um... I think so. Yeah, yeah, I remember 80s. Yeah. Yeah, and then they they put it on the Sega 32X, which I've never played. I've never played, but I would like to. Once I get a Sega 32X, I'm getting Star Wars Arcade just to try it out. Yeah, uh, Big Show said, I'm still not sold on VR. It's like a gimmick. Price of to fall if it has age hasn't captured on. But that's probably another good reason to have them in the arcades because you can try them out, uh, get your get your feel of virtual reality that's right for you. Because at the moment, you're just going to have to pay buttloads of money just to try it. If you don't like it, then that's a lot of money you've just wasted. Whereas you get them into the arcades itself, get people used to it, then as the prices start falling, a lot of people will start buying them up. That is true. That, that, that is a good way in order for people to like maybe get sold on VR. It's like because people might think, I don't know if I want it yet. It might be bad. You know, people say it looks good. It looks fine, but I might not enjoy it. But if you put it in an arcade, then they can be like, okay, I'm going to give it a try. If it well, if I like it, yeah, I might buy one. If I don't like it, then you know I've tried it, and I might give it a go in the arcades every now and then. So you know. I'm yeah, so- you're saving a hell of a lot of money for it as well. It's true, it's true. And Viper says, I believe there's already location tests for VR in arcades. I mean, there is some in Japan, but I, I mean, in the West? If there is some in the West, I need to find out, and I'm probably going to make a trip just to go. <laughs> you and me both, mate, because I've, I've had a VR uh, location test, uh, like it's been Viper said, but as far as I'm aware, they've always been had, especially the new House of the Dead that they're bringing out, House of the Dead 5. They have got a VR location test for it, but it's only in Japan. There's, wait, the new House of the Dead's gonna have VR? Apparently, yeah. What? <laughs> what? I'm shocked. You... I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, why not? To be honest, I'd love to blow up, I'd love to blow up some zombies, and especially Goldman and his, and his face. <laughs> Goldman, friends, it's good to see you again. <laughs> Goldberg, you are really rubbish when it comes to your voice acting skills. <laughs> oh, please, if they do that, please, please do that same voice acting. It's bad, but it's gold. It's what makes House of the Dead 2. There you go. For anyone who's listening in on this, if you've never played House of the Dead 2, play it, but listen to the voice acting, because you will never complain about any other voice acting. 
ever again. It's horrible. It's bloody awful. It's cringeworthy, but by God, it's funny as hell. It's like it's like the uh, House of the Dead two voice acting. It's kind of like the room. It's bad, but it's good. <laughs> yeah. It's the video game version of the room with the voice acting. Suffer like G did. Yes, exactly, exactly. Green Viper. <laughs> goodness. Big Show says, played House of the Dead 2 an unhealthy amount of time on the Dreamcast. I played it an unhealthy amount of time on the Wii when it came out for 2 and 3 Return. Do you remember that, James? Remember when we, we played? I think we played a little bit of it on the Wii. Oh, we really did. I've still got the game, actually. Oh my god. Yes. I need to get that. I need to get that game. Uh, if I do, I still... we, we should totally like stream it. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. I still remember the end bit, though. It was so awful. He just goes, um... he literally goes, gold man. Friends, it is not the end. A successor will come. Oh, well, friends. He just falls off the building. What? <laughs> it's like, that's, that's it. And then, and then at the end, spoiler alert, if no one's played House of the Dead 2, maybe just stop the stream or skip it for 30 seconds or something. But when, when, he come, when, when you get the bad ending, and then it's just like you just see Goldman as a zombie, and it's like, Goldman! And then that's it. <laughs> like, you would not say, you would not say that. You would say, Exactly, exactly. That, that, I mean, that's what I would do. I would just shoot it to death. <laughs> yeah. I think we all might. Oh. says, not much play, uh, not play much of free, played it in the arcade, had shotguns as standards, if I remember right. Was fun. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Especially, like, uh, we shot, like uh, reloaded the shotgun as well. Instead of shooting outside the screen, all you're listening to is pop the shotgun. You're like, yeah, look at this power. <laughs> Yeah, if, I think I remember you telling me a story, didn't you? You saw one guy, or was it you, that had that held both shotguns, and oh, when he reloaded, he just, oh. like, chunked it out. Oh, but yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he picked up both shotguns, he played the game as usual, but when he had to reload, he literally just picked, threw his shotguns up in the air, and literally, I must have just, like, tweaked his arms or something, but he actually managed to reload both of them at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Dude, you are a god! Freaking skills. That man has skills that pays the bills. <laughs> As my dad has just said, I found a video of House Two voice acting video, not even one minute in, and it is hilariously bad. Yes, oh, this oh, is yes. exactly what we need. It is awful. I mean, to be honest, to be honest, Andy, you and me could probably do a better version of that. We could do it in the bridge series of House of the Dead 2. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Who knows? Find out soon. Maybe we might do it. <laughs> oh, that'd be brilliant. That'd be amazing. We'll do, a, we'll do an actual, we'll do one with an actual serious version and then maybe April Fool's time to an exact same one, but take the piss out of it. Goodness gracious, we, we have to maybe start planning that, maybe. Uh, yeah. I was, I'm thinking, like, you know, when you see that one guy die, like, I don't want to die. My God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... My, my God, that voice actor. <laughs> Jesus. Strata has just given us a message about arcades. Hello to you, sir. Tally-ho to you. He says, arcades in the West seem like they're on their way to a slow death, whereas in Japan, the arcade scene is still going strong. There are loads of original and exclusive arcade games, as well as classic titles enticing people coming back more and more. That is true, yeah, Japan is still going strong with arcades, and yeah, it's like the West, it is slowly dying, but, you know, there are still some arcade machines here and there that are still booming, let's say, like Castle Funbug, and, and also the uh, arcade that's nearby where James lives. Um, you know, um, it's, it's good to see that there are still arcade, arcade locations in the West that are still going strong, and hopefully, I'd say, with the new technology, um, it'll hopefully it'll 
pick things up again. Uh, maybe not like greatly, but maybe a little bit. Maybe to keep it alive just. But I'm hoping it will. With the new technology and the VR, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that things will work out fine for uh, for video game arcades. Big Show says, suddenly just spring to mind, Silent Scope. Yes, Silent Scope. I remember that. I really enjoyed that way, uh, that way that sniper rifle worked. Uh, and the thrill of being able to one-shot the bosses in the head with enough skill. Oh, yes. That that was then, like, you know, before before 360 no-scope in it blood for Call of Duty. Um, if you had, if you, you know someone had insane sniping skills if you see them play Silent Scope. That is for dang sure. Did you used to play that, James? <laughs> Did you used to play Silent Scope back in the day? I didn't play Silent Scope. I was more along of a Ghost Recon. Go Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon. Oh, Ghost Recon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ghost Recon on the arcade as well. Doing yeah. that. Doing that. That that victory like handshake. That victory. Yeah. <laughs> and then putting their arms together. I remember what. I remember when we did that in college. That was like a little secret handshake. And then there was one time when we both did it, and we both hurt our freaking arms. It was like, ah, yeah. oh, Jesus. <laughs> I think we both hit the phone. Yeah, we did. Ow. That was hilarious. Never do that again. No, never do that again. Never do that again. <laughs> so anyway, let's get on and do a conclusion because I think we should go start playing some music, and then we're going to get on with the throne of games. So, Yay! James, your conclusion. Uh, video arcades uh, are they slowly dying, or will the new technology revive them as we once knew? Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to say I think they are slowly dying. Uh, but I do also think new technology is going to be able to revive them. It's just a case of when they'll get in. I'm hoping it'll come back in before they're finally they're, before they bring out to be obsolete. But if it is obsolete here, luckily Japan will keep it going for ages. And eventually, what new technology that comes out with them because they are fantastic. That's all. Make uh, bring it over here. It will change um, the whole video game arcade completely. But I say it's currently dying, but there's hope for it. Yep, no, I'm the same. I say I, I agree with you on that. Sadly, arcades are slowly dying. I don't want them to die completely because they're just a great hub to go to, let's say, to meet people, to play games. When you have a group of friends as well, go into the arcade. It's a great way for, you know, socializing with your said friends. And, you know, I say I hope honestly that the new technology and possibly virtual reality uh, coming in, um, hopefully maybe in the next couple of years, um, will help revive them, so to say. Maybe not like greatly, but revive them in a way that they can still keep going for a long period of time, I, I would say. So I'm hoping that, yeah, I mean, as I say, they're slowly disappearing, but with the new technology, I'm hoping that video arcades can survive a little while longer in our lives. Definitely, yeah. And on that note, I think it's now time for us to play some music. Let's do it. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that, guys. And we're going to go straight on with our music batch. And uh, right now, what we're going to be having is uh, from a very good video game and a very good version of this theme song from Star Fox Assault. Because Star Fox is amazing. It's a Star Wolf theme. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. So keep listening, guys, because you're tuning in to the Tally Ho Show with me, Andy. And uh, me, James. And we will be back in just a little bit. Enjoy, guys.
So, the journey continues. Step forth, brave warrior, for you must fight to take the ultimate title this universe has ever known. King or Queen of the Throne of Games. Oh, welcome back to the Tiny Ho Show. So, for what you heard, that was a Star Wolf theme from Star Fox Assault. And also, we have Dr. Wily's theme from Mega Man 2, which luckily Andy actually misspelled, which I thought was quite hilarious. I'll leave that up to you guys, what he said. So, now we are on to our next subject, which is the Throne of Games. Now, for those of you who've never heard or seen this before, the Throne of Games is a little competition that me and Andy have been doing for all our episodes, where we take one character from each game, uh, gaming universe, and we take them on against one another with the title of the King or the Queen of the Throne of Games. Now, for those of you who were here last week, uh, Sonic, our current king, the Sonic the Hedgehog, he managed to hold on to his king for another week, successfully beating Link and successfully beating Pokemon Red, trainer Red. But can you make it a third week in a row? I'm not too sure, Andy, because I think our new competitor will probably take the throne off him at one last. Oh, you're that confident this time now, are you? Oh, I like I said, I pulled out the big this one. You pulled out the big guns. Okay, well, well then. So, who is? This is the question now. Who is the competitor that is going to be taking on King Sonic to take over his title? of the Throne of Games. Well, see, for the past couple of weeks, I've been taking on Manuel and but I thought today, why not have a queen on the throne? So I've, so I've decided to go with one of the most famous female protagonists of everything of the entire time, and who better to the start of it off but Lara Croft from the Tomb Raider series. Uh, so we're, 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 getting it, we're getting into Lara Croft now, are we? So, Why not? I think it's a good choice. Yeah, good, 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 good choice, good choice. So, James, please explain why have you picked Tomb Raider Lara Croft for to have as your queen of the throne of games? Well, let's face it, who better to become our first queen of the throne of games than perhaps one of gaming finest heroines ever to come across around the gaming universe? Let's talk about the cons first, about why. Because if we all remember Tomb Raider, she has often been criticised for being too sexualized when we were quite uh, in the past couple of games. Luckily, they've now seemed to fix that issue with all the new upcoming ones. And her films haven't really been that great outside, so Joy might have done more well uh, in gaming than she has done on the big screen, even with Angelina Jolie and all that stuff. Although, she has been bringing out a new film, so hopefully that should change. And of course, we all know very well about um, Tomb Raider Angel of Darkness being one of the worst games uh, ever pitched, which to be honest, everyone gets one of those games. <coughs> Sonic is, 06. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is it the Sonic 06 of the Tomb Raider franchise? <laughs> yes, yeah, we'll call it the Sonic 06 of the Tomb Raider franchise. Every, every, but, bad, every bad game in every franchise is called the Sonic 06. <laughs> yeah. We're going to make that a thing on this. Uh, we're going to make that a thing on this uh, talk show, I think. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've told you about the cons. So why should be? Well, 
let's face it, the pros of her is she's proved that women are great protagonists. She's one of the first ones to actually have a full game all to herself. I am talking as well about, I am remembering Metroid as well, uh, with Samus. But she managed to prove in the 90s that females were able to have their own role straight off from the get-go and how well she sold out her games. She also knows how to handle weapons. The amount of weapons she, is, how, uh, she managed to fire, I would not like to take on her on her in a fight any day of the week. And unlike a certain archaeologist that I do know from the movie boat, she's known to actually recover her artifacts. Unlike a certain other archaeologist we know who seems to fall above it. Or get rid of it. <laughs> wow. And this is that was this is the best thing because I remember playing in Tomb Raider 3. First time I played it, there was that secret bit where you had to switch and then you had to run all across the hall before that uh, door started closing down on you. You had to roll inside. And when you did, what you saw was a uh, a T-Rex head on, uh, on the shelf. You also had uh, the orb from the Atlantis from the first Tomb Raider game. And of course the, uh, the Dagger of Zion from Tomb Raider 2. And I loved the fact that that was there and you could see it. Because that brought about so many memories of Tomb Raider 2. And Tomb Raider 2 actually got me into adventure playing. And... Uh, puzzle solving, which I thought was brilliant for that sort of game, which is basically, here you go, this is the fact you need to solve some puzzles to complete it. Um, you can, best as well, you can lock her in a butler in the freezer in 2 minutes, which, let's be honest, we've all done, and I am not going to turn around, I am not going to turn around to see anyone go, I never did such a thing, you're a liar and you know it. <laughs> um, best thing as well, and also as well, you got to shoot him in number 3, which is kind of annoying because he normally walks out with the target fit. Yeah. So you kind of end up shooting him when you're trying to hit a target. Get out of the way, get out of the way, let me finish this off. Um, that was always funny to me. I'm not going to lie about this, because, let's face it, I'm a grown man now. But when I was younger, I may have had a little crush on her. Well, <laughs> well who didn't? Who didn't exactly. have a crush on her? Exactly, who didn't? Who did not have a crush on Lara Croft? Gosh. And, most and most importantly, the main thing, reason, and unfortunately, Andy, you cannot disagree with me on this. She's British. Oh yes, of course. What about her? One of gaming's finest um, female heroes, and she's British. That is exactly everything I need to say about her being <laughs> well, our first queen. And that's why I believe she should be our first queen of the throne of games. Well, and they... let's face it, the original, any original series, there is a queen currently on there, so why not? Yeah, well, you know, you, you guys get to decide who, uh, if we should have our first Queen of the Throne of Games, if it should be Lara Croft. Electro Boogaloo's just jumped into the chat saying, Tally ho, tally ho to you, sir. Hopefully you're having a good day. And he also says, Tomb Raider might have been the first Saturn game I remember seeing because it wasn't just PlayStation, it was on Saturn and PC. So. There is a point about that, but I remember playing the, uh, the PlayStation. Yeah, every, everyone everyone remembers playing it on the PlayStation. That's just like the iconic console to play it on, actually. Vicstro uh, says, was just about to say, locking the butler in the freezer, that creepy old sod can follow no more. <laughs> Again, everybody locked him in, even once or twice. My surprise, though, is if you lock him in right at the beginning, you don't see him for the rest of the game, which makes me wonder, is he actually still in that freezer? That's yes. what worries me. Yes, he, he is. He just doesn't come out. <laughs> <laughs> Pukachu says, "Oh, you better not be talking talking smack about Doctor Jones James. Them fighting words." In my defence, I love Doctor Jones, but it'd be nice if you actually kept some. It'd be nice if you actually recovered some of his artifacts. It belongs in the museum. Yes, it does, Doctor Jones. If you don't blow it up or get rid of it or destroy it, that's when it belongs to the museum. Goodness, goodness gracious! Yes, yes, God yes, damn it, very, God yes, damn it, very Jones. Well, 
Very well, it is fighting words, but I guarantee my money is on Lara any day of the week. Yeah, well, well. Well, she is feisty. I mean, if she, even if she doesn't have weapons, she can probably kick your ass in a, in a fisticuffs fight. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You never want to mess with her, even with no guns or anything like that. She's still... Yes, Victor says Tomb Raider was first released on the Sega Saturn about two weeks before the PSX release. Ah, see, I didn't know that. I thought it was actually the PlayStation was released first, but apparently the Saturn version was released first. So it's originally going to be on mainly on the Saturn, I would assume. But I'm guessing PlayStation was just more superior, and that's why they stick with PlayStation and PC. Electric. Well, sell a lot. After you, sir. It did sell a lot more copies for the PlayStation. Or. Uh, Tomb Raider, and I think that's why they've managed to keep it on there. I mean, yeah, fair enough, it was released on Saturday, but I think it made its big, big, big debut when it came on to the PlayStation. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. I remember it being played on the PlayStation. That's the fondest memory I have for Tomb Raider. It's like it was always on PlayStation, so it's just like, that's what I remember yeah, it on. Even better, now it's now on the iPad, so. I well, there you go, you get to play it on the go. Exactly. I spent a whole deployment flight literally just playing the game for about five hours and my god it was brilliant. I actually managed to complete it. Oh nice. That's good. Hey. Yeah. Electric Boogaloo says... Course, oh sorry after you James. <laughs> sorry, I mean, it's not the last thing trust me. And the yes. last thing as well is we remember the, um, the cheat code to get either all the weapons or blow her up. Which is uh, best words both ways. Or you take one, you can really screw over your friend though if he asks you for a code and you went, Say what, jump forwards, jump back, or do all of this. And he goes, Yay, I'm about to go to the next cabroom. Like, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, I've done that before, it was hilarious. Yeah, I think, I think a friend of mine gave. Uh, another friend that cheat code and we saw him do because it. it's like oh yeah here's the here's the all the all, all the weapons code. He's like oh sweet and he gets exploded then and he just looks at him and goes why <laughs> <laughs> why would you do this to me because it's hilarious indeed indeed Electric Boogaloo says in fact the original Tomb Raider was developed with Saturn in mind see ah there you go so anyone remember that nude code rumor um, that was the that was the exploding explode Lara code. That was brilliant. So many people fell for it. Oh, that the the nude code. Yeah, everyone was, fell for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want to see you want to see Tomb Raider nude? Yeah, Lara. Here you go. Have this code. Sweet. Yeah, get to see pixelated boot. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's your pixelated boobs. They're over there and over there and over. There. Oh look, and there's a head there. as well. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, oh, by the way, you've got me. Oh, by the way, you've now got a room that you say we got you saved. <laughs> and uh, I was going to say as well, quickly, um, when you say like everyone had a crush on Lara Croft, if you go on YouTube, there's a there's a YouTube channel called IFHT. Um, they make hilarious like how to become videos. They're they're from they're based in Vancouver, so they've done how to become a Vancouverite, <coughs> how to become Canadian. <laughs> Uh, how to be an American in the Canadian stat in, as told by Canadians, which is hilarious. Uh, but they did one called <laughs> How to Be a Gamer. And one of the things is like, um, uh, like, uh, what was it? Like, show your guys, like, uh, something. And it's like, this guy, one of the guys come in with, like, the uh, Tomb Raider game disc. And he's like, hey guys, you want to see the prettiest girl in the whole world? And he shows them the, the game. And then one of the guys goes, huh, does Articuno have a catch rate of free? Like, they're trying to be like, what the hell? And they put the game in and they're just like, she's beautiful. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like that is it. That is what we would, what we were like. We're like, oh, cool, Tomb Raider. We're like, well, she's pretty, uh, wow. I like it, I like wow. it. Wow, yeah. 
She's my hero any day. <laughs> lots of people been lots of people been Sony and um, Enox, um, Enox or wherever was that uh, took her and just said, by the way, we have, we have a quick question. Um, is she a real person? And any time we can meet her. <laughs> yes, it's just like yeah, please, please can, can we meet her? That'd be great. <laughs> Big Show says think. <laughs> I think it was PlayStation Solutions posted a cheat code for Nudlar and nearly a whole page of codes. Oh, jeez, yeah. Goodness. Wow. And Electric shows us um, a commercial, PlayStation commercial with Tomb Raider. I remember the one with LucasAid. Do you remember that one? Do you remember the LucasAid yes, commercial? Yes, I remember that LucasAid one. That was brilliant. <laughs> with the bad guy, all of a sudden he's just like, oh dear love, look at the time. Let's just have some LucasAid. And then as soon as the guy comes back from the bathroom, he's like, Scotty, I forget the dog's name. He's like, Scotty, Joe, come in. And they're like, how? Like, oh, I said, I'll give you Wolf Wolf. I'm like, what? what the <laughs> Oh, yeah. no, I remember that because he's like, I'm gonna kill you, Lara. He pauses. He goes, and then everyone starts feeling. Oh, look at that! Thanks a bit, darling. Thanks a bit, <laughs> darling. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> that's so crap. That's so great. It's random but hilarious. That that's a one fun moment. Is that the adverts for um, Tomb Raider, like just for the game or just for Lucasade was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> That was fantastic. I love that advert so much. Uh, so, there you go. Like, Tomb Raider. Also, as well, like, the butler as well. Do you remember, as well, I'll just say quickly, when you did the target practice, when he's walking around, like, normally in his attire, and if you accidentally shoot him, he then changes into his, like, army attire? Yeah. You know, he, picks, you know, he picks it up after you pick up the guns. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then, that's, then he, I don't know why, but what sort of... I do have one bad thing about... Um, I think his name was Winston, actually, but... Why would you put yourself put yourself in armor and put a big target on you? That's just asking to be shot. I know. It's like, well, why would you do this to yourself, Winston? I mean, I know you want to help Lara with her shooting, but please, no, you're not the target. <laughs> the guy was in. The guy. The guy was a god, though. He didn't die. He shot him down. And he fell on the floor. He, oh, yeah. oh my god! I just killed Winston. Oh my god! I just killed. Wait, get back up. Oh my god! I can't kill Winston. <laughs> yeah, Winston's just like. I've been dealing worse than this. Come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with his, with his trade, is that going, come at me, bro? <laughs> also, the funny thing is as well, remember, uh, spoiler alert for the ending of Tomb Raider 2. If you have not seen the ending of Tomb Raider 2, please mute the stream for about 30 seconds or skip 30 seconds from the podcast. Done? Good. Okay. Remember the ending when, uh, when they took, when all the bad guys come in and Lara's mansion? And then when you yeah. beat, when you beat them all, she's like about to go in the shower, and you just think to yourself like, "Oh my gosh, we're gonna have a shower scene." And then she looks at the camera, <laughs> and goes, "Don't you think you've seen enough?" And then shoots you with a shotgun. I'm like, "What the hell? Are you serious?" Wait, man, we just helped you get the dog out of there and stop those killers from beating you. And how do you repay us? You shoot us with yeah. a shotgun. Don't <laughs> it's like, God damn it! It's like I promised I wasn't gonna be a peeping tom. Honest to God. <laughs> well, you didn't really, well, to be honest, we didn't really, you wouldn't have really exactly helped your case. You were standing right there. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's I'm true. Not a, I'm, not, I'm not a peeping Tom, so why are you stood there? I have no idea. This is where the camera wants me to go. Yeah, it's like, don't blame me. Blame the camera in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be here, but apparently I am. So, are you going to go in the shower or not? <laughs> no. <I'm good. laughs> so, what's going to happen? Bang. Bang. Dead. Yeah. Like, well, cool. Yeah, okay. Touche, lady. Touche. <laughs> Electric says it's a PlayStation commercial where Lara, Crash Bandicoot, and Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal crash a party. Well, well damn. Well damn. Party crashes. Party crashes. Goodness. 
Literally, oh. party crashes, crashes party. <laughs> yes. All right, so that's Lara Croft. And now we're going to have talking a little bit more about Sonic. Well, you know, because we've said that we've, Sonic's been on <laughs> the Florida Games for two weeks now. We're getting, maybe we can give him a third week. You know what he's like. He's blue. He's cool. He's way past cool. He eats the most amazing thing of all, which is chili dogs. You know, gotta love chili dogs. Gotta love chili dogs. And uh, yeah, no, just like all of his game, like most of his games are all like downright amazing. And just, you know, it's, it's all about being, you know, being fast, being quick. And um, especially when you're playing like, uh, like the old Sonic games or Sonic Generations, that's a good game as well. If you want to try and like get a high score and try and become like the fastest person like on the planet um, with playing those games. The cons, I mean, we've talked a whole lot about the cons. Um, I love Dude, all you got to do for your cons is just play Sonic That is enough to just say no. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, you got Sonic 06. You've got, got to think of something new. You've got to think of something else for that. Um, I'm going to say Sonic oh, Underground. Boom. I'm going to say Sonic Underground. <laughs> I'm going to say Sonic Boom. Well, I mean, Sonic Boom? I mean, after the patch of the game, it's not that bad. If you played it before the patch, yes, it's terrible. But I played it. I had no problems with it. I honestly had okay, no problems Sonic, with it. There we are. Sonic Boom before the patch. There Sonic Boom before That's the patch. Off. Victro says, Sonic, who that? Beats me. It's just some blue hedgehog that runs fast, but, you know, I've never heard of him. And breakdance on top of moving vehicles. <laughs> and had a band. And he used to date Madonna. <laughs> used to date Madonna. Yes, pretty much. Pretty much. And there's a big who says, I say Sonic Eraser. I can think of the worst one. I think it's called Sonic Memories. Sonic Dreams Collection. Sonic Dreams, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not well, well we, we can talk about Sonic Dreams Collection as a con, because whoever made that game... Just why? There's, there's something. There's something not right there. No, not right at all. I mean, it's. I've. I haven't played it myself, but I've seen like playthroughs of it, and it just crin made me cringe so bad, so bad. It's like just, if you just see that, and at the point you just close slowly close down your laptop, and that's enough internet for me today. <laughs> it's like you slowly close down the laptop. You stand up. You walk out the door. You go for a nice long walk, and you think to yourself, "What the hell am I doing with my life?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just that makes of scene. Just like going, what can I be doing in my life right now? Or oh, just going for a cold shower. Right? Yeah, just going for a cold shower, and then you're just in, and you're in bed, and your eyes are just wide open because you, you can't go to sleep because you're just like, what did I just what did I just waste like an hour of my life for? Why? What did I just see? Why did I do this? <laughs> <laughs> Electric Boogaloo oh. says, in an official sense, Sonic Eraser is the worst. The music was dreadful. See, I've never played Sonic Eraser. So, no, I, so I can't really I, say anything. If, he's, if you're saying it's bad, I don't want to play it. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I just don't. I really just don't. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I would say, yeah, maybe Sonic Boom before the patch um, was a con, but then maybe after the patch it was pretty decent. People still say it was bad, but I thought it was okay. It, it made me... So, shock, shock horror. In the Boom universe, Sonic's not my favourite character. Who is your favourite character? Knuckles. Yeah, that Be makes more sense. Because he's absolutely hilarious. They've just made him that way. But in the in the game and also in like the cartoon, I'm just like, please. I mean, when everyone first saw Knuckles as being buffed and he's got like fingers, it's like everyone's like, what the hell are you doing? That's not Knuckles. And then as soon as like the cartoon happens and then the game's out, everyone's like, no, yeah, no, I, I like Knuckles. No, Knuckles is great. <laughs> he, it's kind of with me as well. I kind of thought, what the hell have you done with Knuckles, you absolute madman? 
And then once the cartoon and the um, the game came out, I'm just like, no, you know what? I have a soft spot for Boom Knuckles. He's he's <laughs> he's my guy. He's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one thing That's you can nice. do in. There's one thing you could do in Rise of the Lyric before the patch that you could do the inf- infinite knuckles jump, if you've seen that, James. I haven't actually. No. So it's some. I think what you got to do, you got to press the press the double jump button, and as soon as you do that, you press the start button. You go to the pause menu, you unpause, you then jump again, you pause, you unpause, you keep doing that with knuckles. You just go out into space like it's an <laughs> infinite jump. It just you just keep going and going and going, and it's just like I couldn't do it because the game patched when I played it. But I was like, I looked and I'm like. That's just absolutely mad. Like, how? Because the game was so broken before that patch. And it's like, why didn't no one fully test it beforehand? It's like crazy. And the patch was... Get, you, can, you can say that about Sonic 06, though. They, they, they had to rush it and then threw it straight back. So, they yeah. should have played that first beforehand. So, I think it's just probably just bad timing in that, that case. But, it did give us the infinite knuckles jump and give you such hilarious results. And you might as well say, yeah, I suppose that could work. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the con. Like, I'm gonna say for a con, Sonic Sonic Boom before the patch was like not not very good. But the pro, the pro with Sonic Boom is that we got Boom Knuckles, and that's all we need in our life. That's all we need in our life. <laughs> Always gonna have the Boom Knuckles. Uh, Electra says Eraser is basically a more broken version of Columns. That's not good. Oh gosh, that's ugh. well, that sucks. <laughs> well, wow. may, I, I might have to look into it on YouTube just to see what all the fuss is about. There you go, there's your next playthrough on Twitch, mate. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> not happening. I mean, if someone requests it for a for a stream milestone, then maybe I'll play it, but no, no I'm not doing it myself. There we, there, we, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it from Ant. You will not play it unless it requests it. So let's start it off the hash, with a hashtag play eraser, Andy. Stop, stop right now, James. <laughs> I'm stopping you now. <laughs> Jinjos says, Sup, British dude. Hello, Tally Ho, Jinjos. How are you? Hope you're well and good. And Victor says, Speedruns are built around that Knuckles infinite jump. That is true. Like, I think when, uh, before the patch came out, I think people used the infinite jump in order to, like, speedrun the game. But now, without, without that, you have to do it maybe glitchless or something like that, which is, which will be fun. Which will be fun. <laughs> oh, play Eraser, Andy. No, James, stop. I'll get it. I'll get it spread. All right. I will make sure that it gets spread. It gets Bet best best of luck, mate. Best of luck on that. <laughs> well, that's the plan. We'll see how it goes. All right, guys. So we have the voting poll up and running. So we have our current king of the Throne of Games, which is none other than Sonic the Hedgehog, King Sonic the Hedgehog, or our next competitor, which is James's pick which is none other than Lara Croft from the Tomb Raider franchise. So now we're going to be getting ready. What poll? Uh, so yeah, that's what we're going to have, Jinjos. Um, we have Sonic the Hedgehog and Lara Croft as the new competitor for, uh, for the throne of the Throne of Games. So it's now time to try for us to try and sweeten the deal with you guys to vote for our character. So James, are you ready for your one minute? And I am... All right, so your one minute starts now. So why do why should we have? Well, let's face it. As I just said before, Lara Croft is the most fam- one of the most famous female ever. She has got her own mansion for one thing. She's got her own games, which have been fantastic. She has given uh, given gamers the opportunity to have women as the leading role and proves that it works. 
her fantastic skill with her weapons. She is was a I say that she was a sex symbol back in the nineties for all young gamers like ourselves. And just it'd be nice finally it's for someone to knock Sonic off. It'd be great to have our first queen off the throne of games, and I think she can probably keep it on for a long, long time. She's British as well, which is all I need to say, and she is one of the best characters in the gaming universe. She is one of the reasons I got into gaming, and I think she fully deserves to be our first queen of the front of games. So please vote for Lara Croft. She's fantastic, she's brilliant, and most importantly, I want to see Andy Moose, and that should be enough. There you go, one minute. <laughs> That's the main thing, you just want to see me like lose now, right? <laughs> You've won twice in a row, mate. It's time to knock you off that. I know, <laughs> I know. I know, I know, okay, fair enough, fair enough, that's un that's understandable. <laughs> okay, so it's time for one my one minute. Do you have the timer ready, sir? I have the timer ready, yes. Okay, I am, let me just check something quickly just to make sure everything's all good, ready to go. Yep, we are, okay, so I'm prepared. And, I'm your, and your one minute to tell everyone why Sonic the Hedgehog should stay as the king of the throne of games starts now. Sonic the Hedgehog. Enough said. <laughs> no, not no. Mainly because I think when we're talking about Boom, um, the one thing is like, yeah, Sonic Boom, not a very good game. I mean, it's good now that I think I think it's still good even with the patch. But the one good thing it came out of that is the fact that we have Boom Knuckles, and you know, just seeing all like you know a new style of Sonic with that new universe, it's just amazing. It's just hilarious, and also the fact that. You know, we're getting, like, fans coming in making video games for Sonic as well. I mean, we might even get maybe more games made by fans that are, like, presented by Sega, um, which is really, really exciting. You know, he's blue, he's cool, he eats chili dogs, which is an amazing thing to eat. And he's just a well-known, awesome video game character. You know, he's just laid back, chill, relaxed, and, you know, doesn't... He's always there to help whenever he needs to be... Um, to save the world. So that's why I think, you know, we should give Sonic a third week to time. be on the front of games. And that is time. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go. That's that's it. So that that is our one minutes. And I'm going to get the poll up now ready. So guys, this is it. It's for you to vote for to see who you would like to be still on if you like Sonic to be still on the throne for the front of games or if you'd like our first queen of the Friend of Games, Lara Croft Tomb Raider. There is the poll right now, guys. Click on that and vote for which character you would like to see still be on the throne for the Friend of Games. If it's going to be Sonic the Hedgehog or if it's going to be Lara Croft from Tomb Raider. And on that note now, I think it's time to play some more music. Don't you think so, James? I think we definitely should. Would you like to introduce our next ones, or well, would you like to get? Well, the the, first, the last batch of songs that we had, they they were my selection. This is your select. This is James's selection. So I think it's only fitting for you, sir, to pick to let us know what we're going to be having on the show. Fantastic, right then. So as we said, that is the as the vote is now up. So go and vote for Lara Croft, and hopefully we'll give you the result at the end of it. But for now, let's get on to the fantastic music. And since Lara Croft is our new joiner, let's start off with a, with a fantastic song, probably known worldwide, even if you haven't played the games, from Lara from Tomb Raider 2. This is Venice Violins. And you are watching The Tally Ho Show with me, James. And me, Andy. And we'll be back very shortly. Enjoy, and we'll speak to you in a bit.
And welcome back everyone to the Tally Ho Show. Hopefully you enjoyed those wonderful pieces of music that was uh, requested by my good friend James. My good mate, good old buddy, old pal. Uh, what he we had on was from The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. The Ocarina of Time was uh, Gerudo Valley. And then from Tomb Raider 2 was Venice Violins. If I ever go to Venice, this is going to be playing in my head, regardless of this it's completely quiet. I'll be walking around going... Dude, playing an imaginary violin. People won't think you're mad. People won't think you're mad at all. Oh no, I'm just taking all the sights in. Yeah, exactly. Whilst pretending to play a violin. <laughs> hey, I can steal a violin, I can steal a violin just pretending to it. But yeah. I actually have that other loudspeaker. Yeah, I mean, it could. It could. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, J10 has just jumped into the chat. Uh, he says, uh, you know, he's saying hello. He says, that's good, man. Uh, if you're wondering what I'm up to, just sort out things before I get dinner. Sonic 06 music, I hear. Yes, yes, we, we we use the extras theme from the from Sonic 06 as our talk bed. The game's bad, but the music's amazing. <laughs> yeah, we're okay with it. We're safe with the music. Yes, yes indeed. So hopefully you're enjoying yourselves. Hopefully you enjoyed the first topic and the front of games. As I say, we have a voting poll up now um, for you to vote for either Sonic the Hedgehog or Lara Croft from the Tomb Raider series. For you people that are listening in live, so click on the poll. I'm going to post the link in the poll again right now uh, if you just jumped in. Uh, you can vote between either Sonic the Hedgehog or Lara Croft uh, for to be either the next, uh, to be a current king or a new queen of the front of games. Oh yeah. So... <laughs> We have a new topic, Woo! and uh, funny enough, now this is hilarious because this is James's topic, but this was originally going to be my topic as well. Which, Great minds make alike. Indeed, it was like a bit of a mind blown when we both found out. Like, wait, we're talking. We want to talk about the same thing. This must be fate. This honestly must be fate. So, James, <laughs> what is your topic for this week, sir? Well. To be honest, one of the main news stories that have come out recently has got to be the fact that Nintendo have recently brought out uh, a new device to go with their Switch. It's called the Nintendo Labo. Now, for those of you guys who might not be aware of what it is, the Nintendo Labo is basically cardboard. You can create cardboard and attach your Switch remotes to it in order to get a better feel for it. So you can put together a fishing rod, or you can put together a robot armor, helmet, all that stuff. Now, we know Nintendo has an initiative of being probably one of the first game consoles to be able to do stuff like out of the blue, completely away from the normal stuff with Xbox and PlayStation, where they always go for their things. However, my main question is, has Nintendo finally lost that little bit of insanity left and thought this is it this is the big one we're going for this are they finally gone insane or have they just got an idea that is utterly utterly genius um yeah <laughs> so this so, is so this is something that i really wanted to discuss about as well so that this is going to be an interesting topic to say the least very very interesting topic but it's up to you though, Andy. The floor is now open to you. So, the Nintendo Labo itself, Andy. Is it? Has Nintendo lost their minds or is this utter bloody genius? So, I think it's... I've got two sides to the story. I've got a pro to it, I've got a con to it. I'm going to start with the con. I'm going to start with the con. It's cardboard. Come on. Literally. 
Like, <laughs> I, I went on Twitter on the day when it got released. I didn't know anything about this. I just saw Twitter explode with, Nintendo Labo, Nintendo's using cardboard to make stuff. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I've, I've, have, I, have, I, have I been living under a rock? Literally? Yeah. <laughs> I've been living under a rock. Is this something? And uh, I go on, like, Nintendo's YouTube channel to look at the video. And, yeah, it's pretty much customizable cardboard where you can build stuff, put your Switch in, and use it for things. Um... I mean, yeah, it's cardboard. That's all I gotta say about it. And you're paying like what? I thought it was thirty, forty dollars. People were saying it's gonna be sixty, seventy dollars. Yeah, J10 says it's cardboard, and they're changing, charging just under eighty dollars for it. Eighty dollars for Nintendo Labo. For that, I would say Nintendo have absolutely lost their marbles with that because, I mean, if it was cheaper, if it was like say. 15 20 dollars i'm like okay you know weird weird concept weird idea but it's cheap so that's fine but you're doing it for 80 bucks it's like no <laughs> why would people, i mean people are gonna buy it oh sorry j10's wrong j10's wrong it's 69 well it's still it's 70 dollars still 70 dollars and it but it's like pe- people are gonna people are gonna buy it i mean i, I probably won't for a long time but i, I might do i might do just because I want to try it just to see what the hell it is. Um, but, yeah, it's like, it's a lot of money for, for, for cardboard, I'm not going to lie. And because, yeah, okay, they're saying it's customizable. It's that it's a special type of cardboard where you can be able to build stuff with it. And I'm like, okay, I get that. But, you know, if I wanted to build something, I'll just get Lego Dimensions. That's cheap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'll just buy Lego Dimensions, you know. You, you build stuff, you use it to play with characters in a game, and... You get the Ghostbusters in, like, I don't know, Doctor Who's land or something like that. Or, you know, just anything. You can get, you could pilot, you can play, you can pilot the TARDIS as Sonic flying around Hogwarts. That is pretty much the equivalent of what Lego Dimensions is. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it's a lot of money for, for cardboard. It's, it's really, it's insane, insane. Victor says, so they remove game manuals, yet something like this is coming out. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> will, will this even have a manual? I don't know. I don't know. J10 says, I feel the price for cardboard is way too much. More importantly, cardboard is easily broken. That is true. And Valon's just chat, jumped into the chat. Hello there, sir. How are you? Hope you're well. He says, Sonic is winning. Well, that, for that, now. For now. That may change. That may change. I mean, hopefully he wins, but we just have to wait and see. Please don't let us have another tie. I'm begging. I'm begging for not another tie. It's like, ties are great, fun, but let's just have a clear winner this time around. But yeah, that's the cons. Let's look at the pros, though. Yes, it's customizable cardboard. And mainly a lot of people... The main people that will probably use this is going to be kids. And in a way, I've seen I've seen the things that you can use with Labo. You know, you can build, like, little vehicles. You can build, like, stuff to put on the screen. So then you have, like, a little bit of an experience of, like when you're playing the game you can even use the cardboard to make yourself into a robot and then you like you're moving when you're moving around as the robot you're you're pretty much the robot's moving in the game it's kind of like cheap virtual reality when you do stuff like that in a way <laughs> i think of it as cheap virtual reality it's good it's good because if you know if you don't if you can't spend if you can't afford like i don't know 400 500 on a virtual reality headset Maybe Labo would be a, a good alternative for now for playing those games that kind of feels like you're in like the game, so to say. And for kids, 
that are using this. It is a great way to help build their creative mindset, so to say. It, it, it's, it's good for creativity, and I get why Nintendo have done it. And, you know, when I say kids are going to be using it, they're going to be building stuff, they're going to be like using, using all the parts for multiple things. They might even use it to build their own thing. Um, in order to get like a better gaming experience and I feel like with that with having children play it use it it's a great way to help them like learn learn how to make things creatively you know go on a hands-on approach because if they do something like that you know and it helps them with like their skills like their crafts crafting skills or something like that maybe in the future you never know they might want to be like some they want to use do get a career with when they use their hands you know like maybe into like woodwork or you know um building like construction or something like that so in a way it, it it's a con because yeah it's a lot of money for cardboard but it's a pro because it's like when you have the next generation of people uh, next generation coming in um you know with you know next generation of kids it will help them, like, you know, it will help them with their skills, develop new skills, and helps them with their creative mind, uh, because maybe in the future they might use Nintendo Labo, and then when they're adults, they might use that skills that they use for building cardboard on a Switch, um, use that creative <laughs> mind to build something bigger and better for the world. So, I mean, that's, that's what I'd say for my pros and cons. James, what do you think? Personally, I think it's a brilliant idea. I know uh, after I heard about the fact that it's $69.99, that is a hell of a lot of money. That's sort of brought it down just a wee bit. But if you really look into it, I think it's a fantastic idea because every it seems like um, nowadays when it comes to consoles, they're always trying to be the best uh, sort of graphics, the best 4K designs. And then you have to buy loads and loads of other stuff just to make that happen. This one, yeah, fair enough. It's $69, $69.70 for what is practically cardboard. But it's not like it just comes fully made. You can create it. It's other stuff you can put into it. Like right now, you can have a look at the Nintendo website. I know it's probably going to be justifiable for them. But you can see like how it, the Nintendo Switch fits in with all of the other stuff. The best thing as well is this cardboard, you can customize it. So you can paint it. You can do whatever the hell you want to. It. It'll definitely keep the kids busy big time. And then after you're finished with it, after it gets broken, uh, after your switch is finished, you just put it somewhere safe and then you can bring it back out next time for when you want it. It might get ruined, it might get destroyed, that fair enough, I understand that. But I do think this is uh, this is coming from a, co uh, a company that first came out with the Wii Motion Control Dunchucks. The first, uh, the first one to come out with it, oh, let's have a games console that actually a tablet as well, but you can take it off and play it on the big screen as well. Nintendo has a knack of bringing out weird, fan, uh, weird ideas, but some things you just think, why the hell have you even gone with that? How is that going to work? And then it just turns into gold dust. And you don't know how, but that's the way Nintendo seems to have done themselves with it. And I think this is going to be a... I think this might just be um, quite brilliant. But yeah, the price is definitely going to need to change. You can make that cheaper, say about 20 quid, like you said, $20. The cardboard, it may seem like cardboard, but there's a lot of construction going into it. And it's so much better than just having kids glued to the um, like tablets and screens all the time without actually building stuff. It's very much like the Nintendo version of Lego. This is what this is. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. And it just feels, uh, Lego will always be with you, no matter how well, unless you're 100, because apparently you're not supposed to have Lego up there, which is a bit annoying. <laughs> but no matter what age you are, if you pick up Lego, guarantee you will build something. Yeah, no, as I say, like, you know, I... 
and even uh, Vixro says in the chat, he says, I understand, I'd understand if it was cheaper. It would be a good marketing ploy to keep selling kits uh, since it's just cardboard. It will wear and tear easy. Yeah, that's the only thing. I honestly think, like, personally, I'm the same. I think it's a great idea. It's a new, wacky idea. Um, and as you say, like, you know, Nintendo came out with the Wii, Wii Motion Plus and the Nunchuck controller. Uh, they came out with a console that is a home console but can be used as a handheld as well. Like, you know, and of course, like, some things that Nintendo does, you think to yourself, like, is that really going to work? But, you know, for hardcore Nintendo fans, like, yeah, you, you scratch your head, you, cr you question about it, you think, really, are you going with that? I mean, I'm going to support you anyway. I, I'll give it a shot. And then, like, it just all of a sudden works. I mean, there's some things that things don't work, like the Wii U, for example. I mean, it's like, I mean, personally, I love the Wii U. I think it's a great console, but it didn't work out as much uh, well with other people. So, you know, you have your pros, you have like your good things and bad things that happens when it when it comes to the gaming industry. Um, but yeah, no, I generally think that it's, you know, despite the fact that it's going to be a lot of money, you know, as I say, it keeps the kids busy. It keeps the kids busy, and they're not, as you say, not glued to the TV or a tablet or a handheld device for a long period of time. Because, like I say, a lot of a lot of kids now are, uh, are doing that. A lot of kids, you know. I mean, I granted, I put my hand up when I was a kid. I was glued to TV because I play video games or that stuff. But um, you know, uh, but I used to do other things as well to keep myself entertained and you know do things creativity, like you know, with um, other things as opposed to playing video games. But yeah, something like this help will help maybe reduce like kids playing video games a lot and maybe get them still play video games but have like a accessory to help with like building. Um, it seems nowadays um, with Nintendo they're gonna go for I think if you think about it really Nintendo is really just a stepping stone for uh, young gamers I think because I think with you put them into. You put uh, you put young children into gaming, try to get them with like the nice options or thing. But then you get them into the Nintendo's, like Nintendo, um, Nintendo DS or the Switch, and this whole cardboard thing, it gets them into introduced to a whole gaming. They can do all of this stuff with it, and then when they start growing up, then they could then just when they move on to Xbox or PlayStation. And I think that's probably what Nintendo is going for now. They probably realise that their consoles are normally for maybe pre-teens uh, up to teenagers so maybe they're doing all this stuff to sort of get them into gaming before hmm. they sort of release them into the wild of pc playstation or xbox yeah into that crazy world <laughs> oh yeah that's why nintendo leaves it alone nope that's it you're on now well, you guys have fun with that well i mean we have got doom on the switch so i mean they are getting like maybe some um high rated games for the console for like the for like the fans so i mean it's like but yeah mainly i can see like nintendo are going for like pre-teen teenager young adult like also young adult like uh audience which is understandable and it's good it's good that you know they're, they're trying to like get that audience but they're also trying to like help um, keep the old school fans happy as well with specific things. So, but yeah, no, I, I can agree on that where you say like Nintendo are trying to like, I think they're mainly going for like um, the younger audience, so to say, so to say. Uh, I, I just jumped in the chat. Uh, hello there, Tally sir. And Firestars just jumped in as well. Hello to you, sir. I, I says, are we talking about cardboard? Jamie loves cardboard. Oh, does he? Uh, Jamie, Jamie loves the cardboard. Mr. Wonder Man. Oh, goodness. Nintendo never makes mistakes. Um, well, I mean, they do. There, there are there are some mistakes, you know. Every, Every console has made mistakes, though. Exactly, exactly. And I, I says creating a gateway to sell non-Nintendo. I'm confused. <laughs> 
Yes. Well, I don't think I don't think that's their intention. If they, yeah, we'll just do Nintendo. We'll just do it so they can release. I think that's sort of their mark. Not really their market ploy, but that's where it seems to be coming into where Nintendo will be like uh, get all these kids into gaming, and then eventually they'll start growing out of Nintendo consoles. But then that's where they'll go into the past of Xbox, uh, Xbox, PlayStation, or PC gaming. And I think they don't not necessarily intentionally doing it. No, I mean, that's what no. it is. It's sort of as if the steps are done for it. Yeah, but I mean, sure, like, I mean, if, if they decide to go for, like, if kids, decide, when they grow up and they go decide to go to other consoles, you know, they might still stick with Nintendo because it's like, you know, there's some great first-party titles on Nintendo. Of course, you've got Super Mario. Oh, absolutely. You've got, you've got yeah. Star Fox. You've got Pokemon, for goodness sake. It is, I, I just said, my daughter loves Animal Crossing and Pokemon, but also, like, Street Fighter V and Project Diva and Rez. Well, yeah, Rez is just amazing, and I'm, you know, your daughter's played a good game. Rez is amazing. <laughs> I'm glad you got your daughter to be playing Rez, I, I. Uh, Fire... Yes, Firestar says, I disagree, Andy, and it's like, yeah, that's that's fine. I mean, a lot of people don't like this idea. Don't like this idea of the Labo. And they think it's just, you know, just a, a quick money, quick rich scheme, so to say. for Because people are going to buy it. You know, there's going to be people that are going to complain about it. But they're going to buy it. You know, it's going to happen. <laughs> they're not going to just sell it. It's not a case of they'll sell it and then hopefully maybe get one. They will get a couple. Especially, like you said, the hardcore Nintendo ones. Yeah. It's, it's not just... It's not just one pack. It's going to be a multiple array of packs for cardboard. Mm. And yeah, people are going to buy it. And, you know, it's going to suck. I mean, they might not sell a lot. Maybe I'm thinking, because they're putting it up for $70, um, not a lot of people are going to buy it. And then maybe they'll gradually reduce their prices. And then as soon as the price drops, then that's when people are going to be going, okay, now I'm going to buy the packs because it's now cheaper than it was originally. Yeah. So, yes. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. But, yeah, no, I mean, it's like, it's a weird concept. And people might not like the idea. Some people do. I mean, I say, I, yeah, it's cardboard and you're paying a lot of money for it. But it's a good thing to have. And it's a, it's a weird and creative way for Nintendo to make to help kids, like, be creative, so to say. That's, that's why I go for it. So it's a good way to help kids go improve, like, increase their creative mindset. And they'll be able to maybe, like, say in the future with these sorts of things, when they grow up, they'll be able to be more creative thanks to Nintendo Labo. So you just never know. You just never know. Yeah. I.I. <laughs> says, alas, doesn't like Sonic, as don't like watching him die. <laughs> Aww. Nintendo not make mistakes with sarcasm, sorry. Um, make knockoff versions and sell them. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that will probably happen. <laughs> I won't be surprised. I will not be surprised that if, if Labo goes well, there's going to be third-party companies that are going to be like, buy our version of Labo. <laughs> it's the UPS it, are going to have a field day. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be third-party... Co- yeah, there's like UPS are going to be just like... I wonder if like one company's going to be like going up to all the delivery companies and be like, so how much for all your cardboard? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll so, tell you what, though. If they bring out... If they bring out a Star Wars game onto Switch, guaranteed there's going to be a lot, a lot of people wanting tubes for lightsabers. Um, oh god. I just, no, I didn't think of that. Oh gosh, yeah. You can create your own lightsaber. Put a Joy-Con in there. Oh man. There we go. That's oh. how they said it. Oh. I, if, I don't know. Nintendo, if you, if you come up with that idea, Give us cred. <laughs> or give James cred, because he, no, he thought we, of it. We are both taking credit for this. <laughs> oh, God. That would be, hilarious. That'd be amazing. Oh, think about it. I mean, it's like, yeah. I mean, 
create your own lightsaber. I mean... Everybody who's picked up a cardboard tube has used it at least once on the head. Oh god. Yeah. So one. So, Why yes. not? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. Idea. Million dollar idea. Million dollar idea. Let's hear it, James. Star, Star Wars. That Star Wars trilogy arcade for the Nintendo Switch. Oh, with cardboard tube. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That... I don't think that will never ever happen, but if it did, take my money. Called it! <laughs> called it! God, jeez. Yes, you called it, so just be like, it's my credit, not anyone else's. <laughs> yeah, we'll make sure this is safe, so just like, do you have any proof you said the first? Yes, please visit the tiny post show with Andy and James. Yes. I'll go wait to say that as well. Oh yeah, that's true, it's true. I.I. says uh, Green Viper Enterprises. So pretty much, are you, are you saying Green Viper is going to be making these third-party Labo stuff? It's going to oh, be Green, Green Vabo. Green Vabo. <laughs> so of course the... he won't sell it though, Andy. He won't sell it, mostly because we have the Tally Ho Enterprises. Tally Ho Enterprises, goodness. I didn't know Viper owned a company. No, neither did I, J10. Neither did I. But yes, no, I mean like a Star, a Star Wars Switch game where you build your own lightsaber or you build like maybe like a little pod racer or something like that. So you can be able to yes. do racing. I mean like... Stuff like that, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna add like big franchises into the mix, then um, that's probably gonna be that'll probably sell like more a lot more. I would say, <laughs> like, <laughs> I just that'll just be insane. That'll just be insane. Ah, oh, now I'm thinking about it. That that's actually not a bad idea. Thank you. Damn it, James. <laughs> now if they <laughs> now if they do it now if they do it, I'm just gonna freaking buy Labo <laughs> just so I can have a lightsaber. So I can play. Me as well. Although AI says cardboard Jar Jar Blinks. Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. Yes. No. No. Although actually, you could have a cardboard Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Just as long as it's like a boxing competition. Me, Misa Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Why? But Jar Jar... Misa hurt bad. Like, Jar Jar Binks is so good. I, I like Jar Jar. He's a great character. Get out. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone to, everyone gives him smack, but I thought, I thought, yeah, he's he's comic relief. He's comic relief for episode one. I thought he was pretty good. I thought I, I like Jar Jar. I like Jar Jar. <laughs> also, Brian Blessed was in Star Wars episode one. That was pretty bad. Badass. That was pretty good. I, I did like that. I did like that as well. Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord, <laughs> as per Asmodan. So, but they have said something like that, so not yeah. surprised about that. You know. That is true. I mean, we have heard stories. We have heard stories, but yeah, you know, give him some love. Give him some love. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Before we get into a different debate, look up the full theory. Ah, look up the full theory. I have read. I have read the theory, and I'm just like, oh, okay. That, that, it, like I looked at it. I'm like, it does make sense. As what Asmodan says, it does make a lot of sense. I'm just like, ah, I still like him though. He's cool. <laughs> Die as Electric says. <laughs> Oh, J10 messaged Viper to say um, like he has his own company, and then Viper replies with, "Oh shit, you're on to me." <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> it. He's making third-party Labo. It's official. He's trying oh, to set a gold mine. Goodness. And Edgehead's just jumped into the chat. Tally Ho to you says, "This revokes British man Star Wars permit." Come on. I'm not the only Edgehead, one. I... I'm not the only Edgehead, one that bloody I'm likes. Complete... Okay, I completely agree with Edgehead there. God damn it. God damn it. And then Electric says, Brian Blessed rules? Yes, Brian Blessed. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that big booming voice that he does. It's like, it's so good. 
You what? You don't even, even if you don't know who Brian Blessed is, never seen him before. You hear his voice and you instantly love a bit. Just watch, just watch Flash Gordon. Gordon. Or Blackadder. Or Blackadder. Gordon's alive! <laughs> yeah, there we go. Someone hey. put it in. Yeah, right? Big Show just said it as soon as I said it. Yes, Gordon's alive! <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Or he was on Unbeatable Banzuki, which is hilarious. Banzuki! Okay. Yeah, because that's um, where it's like... Uh, because it, uh, Unbeatable Banzuki is like a TV show that was in Japan. Uh, which shows like all these crazy stunts that these pe like people do in Japan, and <laughs> and Brian Blessed is Banzuki Brian, <laughs> and he just he's just commentating on what everything is. But it's just when he's just like tune in for more unbeatable Banzuki. It's just his voice. I'm just like I love that man. I love that man so far. So good. <laughs> he's Fair brilliant. Well, uh, there's talks of him having a. Uh, there's talks of him having a sat. Um, oh. With his voice on Santa, an official Brian Blessed Santa voice. I am typing it, downloading it. It's going in my car. In 500 meters, turn left in the next exit. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you have reached your destination. That'd be like, yeah, I'll, I'll get that. That'd be brilliant. That'd be absolutely oh, maybe, brilliant. Oh, oh, maybe Gordon's alive. You've reached your destination. Gordon's alive. Congratulations, you've reached your destination. Yes, that'd be brilliant. Amazing. Electric <laughs> says, what? He was on Unbeatable Banzuki? How didn't I notice? Yeah, I, I don't know if there was like a North American Unbeatable Banzuki, but on the UK Unbeatable Banzuki, he is Banzuki Brian. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> anyway, moving on back to the topic with Labo. <laughs> it's like, we did that live, we? We, we've done it, but who cares? It's like, it's fun. It's fun. Um, but yes, um, I think we talked a lot about the Labo, and I think it's time for us to go for our conclusion, shall we, James? I think we should. So, because I've asked a question, Daddy, why don't you start with your conclusion first? So, the Nintendo Labo, has Nintendo lost their minds, or is this utter bloody genius? I'm gonna go 70 30. 70%, 30% 30 of they've lost their bloody minds, but 70% 70 of it's utter bloody genius. Yes, it is cardboard. Yes, it costs $70 to buy said cardboard, but it's uh, the, way, the way they've made it. And for, you know, using it to be creative, so to say, um, it's a good thing to help with kids to help improve their creative mindset so that in the future, you know, when they use those skills for the like real life in the outside world, they could be able to use that if they want to be like woodmate, like craftsmen or, you know, work in construction or something. They can be able to have that, that like have that creativity, you know, hopefully keep it as they grow up and then use it for the outside world for uh, for the future generation so yeah it's it's a lot of money it is it's crazy and nintendo have lost a little bit of their marbles but i think it's if if they drop the prices a little bit i think it'll it'll go well it'll go well ii says i think labo is a bit soggy well yeah i mean it, it is a little bit but hopefully maybe when it comes out and the prices go down a bit maybe it might be good james what about you um, I absolutely agree with you, actually. Uh, it is insane, but Nintendo has a knack of being completely insane and with their stuff actually coming through in the end. So, yeah, you're right, the price is way too much right at the beginning, but drop it down a little bit and I think they're onto something here. I really do. It may be cardboard, but I do not see anyone else trying something like this. And I think that will probably, that will probably set it, I think, the fact Nintendo have gone this sort of direction completely and I think that's probably going to help them 
I think, yeah, when you say that, no one else is going to do it because I think people are just like, that's dumb. <laughs> who who exactly, want to do it? Exactly, some people will think, that's a dumb idea, but then Nintendo go, that's a dumb idea. Let's go for it. Let's see what happens. Yeah, well, they got money, so why the hell not? <laughs> yeah, well, we got, let's see what happens here, because they must have done that with the Switch. And a ta everyone's got a tablet, and then you can put it to game cards. How does that work? Nah, that's stupid. They went, okay, let's give it a go. <laughs> let's see what happens five, uh, five months later. I can't believe that actually works. Yeah, what the hell? Also, you said you disagreed with me. Did we just have our first, like, disagreement on a tally-ho show? <gasps> I think we did! Shock oh, horror. Finally, just, it, it was bound to happen. <laughs> yes, but is this finally the end of the tally-ho show? We disagreed! Now, of course it's not. I gotta annoy you some more. I put in the dun-dun-dun anyway just for that. <laughs> there you go. You get two dun-dun-duns for that, so there you go. <laughs> Beautiful. So there you go, guys. That is it. So yes, that is our discussion for um, for the Nintendo Labo. So interesting concept, and we'll see how things go with it uh, when it gets released. So yeah. I'm saying, saying that we could always do an extra stuff. We can actually do a follow-up subject on this later on, maybe like during the end of the year when it's actually come out and come out when it's come out and people start buying it, and then see if we can do it from there. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think that's a good idea. We should probably, we should totally do that for sure, for sure. Uh, I says, yep, but you could get just get cardboard and make things like a castle. That is true. That is true. It's a good point. Victor says, I look, I looked on Google Images. The motorbike one just reminded me of Super Hang On. It does actually. Now that you think about it, it does actually feel, feel like a little bit like Super Hang On. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a bit actually, yeah. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Okay, guys, so we're going to go for another music bit, music break, and then we're going to go on with our third and final topic, which is the listeners' topic. You lovely people get to give us topics, and we do have a topic right now. If you would like to send us a topic, it is very simple. You just send us an email, our email address being thetallyhoshow at gmail.com, and uh, you will be able... Uh, just send us uh, an email with the subject Tally Ho Topic. You can give us any gaming topic you would like. And um, yeah, in a future show, we will talk about it. So, yes, that is again the email address The Tally Ho Show, all one word, The Tally Ho Show, at gmail.com. I'm going to make a Nightbot command for that because we do have a timer for it. But uh, I'll make a Nightbot command and um, yeah, we'll put that on the channel. We'll put that on the, uh, on the chat for everyone to, that's listening in live. So then you can be able to copy the email and send us a topic. Absolutely. All right, it's now time to begin with the next music bit. And uh, so what we're going to be having now, it's going to be a song from me and a song from James. We're going to kick things off from Hell Yeah, Wrath of the Dead Rabbit. This is Move Your Body, the club zone. So, James, it's time for us to grab some glow sticks because we're going for a rave. Hell yeah, I've got the glow sticks. Let's go. All right, so as I say, guys, you're listening in to the Tally Ho Show with me, Andy. And with me, James. And we'll be back in a little bit. Until then, enjoy some epic club music from Hell Yeah, Rap of the Dead Rabbit. Move your body. Woo, clubbing!
Hello and welcome back to the Tally Ho Show, Andy and James. So the top, uh, the songs we just had was Hell Yeah, Wrath of the Dead Rabbit, Movie, Movie Your Body, Club Zone. And also from Ace Combat Zero, we had Avalon. So we've now gone over both our topics. So it's now time for the listeners topic. And today's listeners topics comes from none other than the Green Piper 8, which always gives us a good topic. So I'm looking forward to this one. Are you ready? Oh, I am. Lay it on me. Lay it on me. Giggity. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Green Viper 8 topic today is Ryu ports being put on the Switch. So, in other words, then, uh, what Ryu ports are you looking forward to, or would you like to see being thrown onto the Nintendo Switch? So, Andy, the floor's open for yourself. Okay, yes, so Wii U ports on the Nintendo Switch. Let's say thank you very much, Green Viper, for your topic. And let's say, guys, if you type an exclamation mark tally ho in the chat right now, you can be able to get the email so you can be able to send us a topic. So, yes, Wii U ports on the Switch. Now, I'm a little bit... I, it's good. Very, very good. Um, but I am sad because it's... I love the Wii. I love the Wii U. I really do. It's a great console. And just to see it, like, you know, not do so well, um, you know, it's it's kind of like, oh, but it's such, it's so good. There's some really good titles on it as well. But it's, hey, it just wasn't one of the things that Nintendo was uh, did right. I mean, I, I thought they did, but a lot of people said they didn't, which is totally understandable. Um, but seeing, like, you know, they're trying, they're re trying to do, like, start again with the games and bringing them on like the latest console on the Nintendo Switch. The nicest thing as well is is like with the ports they're adding extras to it um, which is good. So you got Mario Kart 8, you got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on the Switch, uh, Pokemon Tournament, Pokemon Tournament DX. Um, there's probably going to be some other uh, ports coming out from Wii U games uh, that will come on to uh, onto the Switch. We might see, I don't know, Super Mario 3D World. Um, that might come in um, we might even see, you know, Star Fox Zero. Maybe Star Fox Zero um, might come onto the Switch. It would be pretty sweet. I mean, like, yeah, I haven't played Star Fox Zero yet, and I really want to. But I have heard that the controlling is very, very bad. So I'm looking forward to trying it out on the Wii U. But maybe, maybe Star Fox Zero on the uh, on the Wii U uh, on the Switch um, with some improved controlling that might work. Um, what else have we got? Uh... I'm trying to think if there's any other games that we could use on the on the Wii from Wii U to uh, towards the uh, to the Switch. What about, about Super Smash Brothers? Yeah, that that that'll be um, that'll probably happen. I mean, I would love to see them make a brand new Smash Brothers game, but they they'll probably port that and maybe bring in some extra characters via the said port. So. That'll probably happen. We also have Bayonetta 2, which was an exclusive for the Wii U, and that's coming out. That's going to be ported onto and Bayonetta. Um, it was on the Wii U, um, even though Bay the first Bayonetta is out on PS3, uh, PC now, and Xbox 360. But to see Bayonetta 2 be ported on the Switch, I'm looking forward to seeing that. That'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, no, in my personal opinion, it's sad to see it because I honestly really enjoyed the Wii U. It's a really, really good console. Um, but at the same time, it's it's gonna be it's good. It's good that Nintendo have decided to bring back some of those games from the Wii U, put them on the Switch, and add some extras to it as well. So it's not just like here's the game again with all the boots and whistles. Um, you know, it's just uh, with just everything else, and that's it. But it's kind of like here's the game again, but we've added some extra features to it. So you know, it just give you some like 
more enjoyment to the game. So I like that. I really do. Um, but yeah, at the same time, really, really sad that it's uh, it's happening. Uh, people are talking about uh, Green Viper says still making the anti-cardboard piracy. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I always said it's good so people who didn't get a Wii U can play the good games. That is true, yes. People that didn't get a Wii U, that did get a Switch, can also play like Wii U uh, Wii U games um, on the Switch, which is nice. Uh, he also says, I, I, Star Fox, yep, I want that if I ever get a Switch. Yakuza? I mean, did they. What was it, Japan? Nintendo and Sega. There was a Yakuza game on the Wii U, I think. If I recall, yeah, I believe so. I might be wrong, or it might have been coming on the Switch. I think it was on the Wii U, but it was only out on in Japan. It wasn't out anywhere else. Um, Electric Boogaloo says, "I just want me Wave Race. I want me Wave Race. That'd be nice to see <laughs> if we could get Wave Race on the Switch and F Zero. That'd be freaking great. I would love that. I would love that." Green Viper says, "The Yakuza team was at that Switch event, but hasn't made any games for it so far." All right, well there you go. See, so maybe. Oh, probably only in Japan, uh, Yakuza will probably be out on the Switch. Who knows? Who knows? And Rockstar Dev has just jumped into the chat. Charlie ho to you, sir. Hopefully you're well and good. <laughs> and he says, don't Bethesda it, Nintendo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't, don't, don't pull a Bethesda. Don't any company pull a Bethesda, for goodness sake. So, also Skyrim on the Switch. Play Skyrim that, on the Switch. That is a, that was a, that's really interesting. I was not expecting Skyrim to jump itself onto the Switch. Ne neither did I. I. I'm thinking like that game is how many years old and it's still going strong with new ports and you know new ways of playing it. You can play Skyrim VR now on PlayStation. It's crazy. Yeah, I've heard of that one, yeah. I want to get that just so I can try it out. But, you know, I, I says, oh yeah, the early, the early things Sega were like, hi and next. <laughs> <laughs> Only seven years old. Oh, let's see. Only seven years old, uh, Victor says. I mean, well, yeah, it's some. It's a long time. But at the same time, it's still young. So, I mean, you know, um, you think about it. But, yeah, no, it, it's pretty interesting to see that Skyrim is going on on Nintendo, on Nintendo console. And Rockstar Dev says, uh, new console here. Have a Bethesda milked game. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> still waiting on Skyrim PR on the PC Master Race platform. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see uh, come on the Legend Zelda games go on for the Wii U, because I remember Hyrule Warriors being on the Wii U. I'd love to see them go on Switch. I think they're planning on doing that, if I recall. Really? I, I might... I I think I might be wrong. I, I heard a rumour. Um, if it does happen, I mean, we had Hyrule Warriors on the, DS, on the 3DS. Mm. Yeah, get it on the Switch. That would be brilliant. I mean, we're getting Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem uh, style, like... Hyrule Warriors, but I think it's Fire Emblem Warriors. I think that's what the name is. But it's like the same sort of style as what Hyrule Warriors is, which is coming out on the Switch, which is uh, yeah. going to be interesting to see. But um, yeah, that's what I say. It's cool to see that, you know, the ports are coming out from Wii U onto the Switch. But it's also very sad because, you know, the Wii U was a good console in my eyes. It's Hyrule Warriors going on the Switch. Yep, it's happening. It's happening. Yes. There you go. Get a Wii U for that. There you go. Get a Wii U. Okay. Get a Wii U. Yeah, Get a Wii U, James. I'm getting Wii U, but it's not going to be there anymore. Hey, it'll be cheap. <laughs> yeah, very cheap. <laughs> but anyway, speaking of that, um, that's my two cents. Let's put in your two cents, James. What do you think about it? Um, as well, I just said already. With um, I'd like to see some. I've never actually got the chance to play Wii U, unfortunately, so I can't really decide. But looking through all the games now, there's a lot of stuff on there that I would love to see in the Wii U, like uh, Legend of Zelda, the Twilight Princess. I love the uh, Twilight Princess as a zone, so that on a, the Nintendo Switch would just be awesome for me. That'd be enough for me to say, yeah, you get that. As well as Breath of the Wild and all that stuff. The Hyrule Warriors as well. 
Super Smash Brothers, that's a definite, definitely going to be on there. It's almost Nintendo's capital sort of platform, really, apart from Mario. But no, there's not really much else. I've else is just what you just said as well. <laughs> I'm honest, you kind of do it. <laughs> Sorry about that, mate. <laughs> that, I mean, yeah, yeah, great, great minds think alike, eh? Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll go for that one. Oh, okay. Although that's also the Grand Prix Fighters on the Switch. Now has that reputation of that game. You mostly find that the consoles. But I would like to see a. But I would love to see Poker Tournament on there. I can't wait to play on it. Yeah, I saw that people were hacking um, Pokémon Tournament on the Switch. Because I saw, I saw, so someone showed me a picture of what I forget. I forget the name of the bloody Pokemon. It's a, it's a sword Pokemon. Um, see, this is what happens when you haven't played Pokemon a long time. There's new Pokemon. Where I'm just like, wait, what are you? <laughs> but um, there's about, about eight hundred Pokemon now. I've lost count. Yeah, and it's like it's a sword Pokemon, but he's holding up the. Um, you remember like Yu-Gi-Oh in the new series, like the later series when they have like that, like that arm thing where it has like it's a portable like like deck. Your disc. Yeah, dual disc. That's a, like a dual disc. See, I haven't watched Yu-Gi-Oh in a long time. Dual disc. It's a dual disc. Dual disc. That's what I said. Dual disc. No, you didn't. You said dual disc. Did I? Don't go with that part. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, that. Someone modded that on that Pokemon. That's brilliant. I'm like, what the hell? Like, that's crazy. Well, it's like insane, but funny. I've got to see that. I have got to see that. It's on. It's on my Discord. Uh, someone actually posted an image of it. It's up somewhere up there. You have to scroll up, keep scrolling up, and then you'll find it eventually. <laughs> it is there somewhere. I can't. I'm trying to find it now. Give me a sec. Uh, it's uh, it's on last Monday at 2:18 p.m. It was by Spencer who uh, posted it. So yeah, it's like the hell. That's crazy. <laughs> the, the dual disc. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Rockstar Dev says, "Ow, oh, yeah, Twilight Princess is basically Nintendo Skyrim." Yeah, good... that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I was thinking, like, yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point, actually. Good point indeed. <laughs> and Edgehead says, uh, "A gayish, a gayish." Oh goodness. Victor says, "Using a game to soft mod a console." Damn, that takes me back. Remember Splinter Cell doing that for the Xbox? Oh boy. Well, wow, yeah. I I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't know. I never had an Xbox growing up, but uh, you know, I I do remember playing Splinter Cell. Uh, on a friend's Xbox, but I never owned one myself. So, but yes, I, a lot of people like soft modding consoles. Remember that one with the PlayStation and the PlayStation Two, where you put that chip in. You put a yeah, chip, I remember that. And then you could just burn can... games on a disc, and you could just play them. Uh, of course, this is a we never used to do that at all. How dare you even consider that people used to do that? I never, <clears throat> I never done that, and I was like, I saw my friends like, hey, guess what? It's like, what? I've got Croc 2. I'm like, what? Wow! And then I just see like, it's just a disc. It just wrote in in like in freaking felt tip Croc 2. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, no, that's not real. He puts the game in. It bloody works. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is this witchcraft you speak of? <laughs> my, 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 like freaking like ten year old self's like having a freaking like mind blown experience. Like, what the hell's going on? This is a new style, yeah. new version of like the gaming world that I've that I've been introduced to. <laughs> Goodness, I I says it was for importing games. Yes, that's true. But people also used it as well to get free games <laughs> <laughs> when they when they burnt when they burnt discs on it, burnt games on and discs. And you have and your your thing had to have it, otherwise I wouldn't pay the discs. So you could have just got it from anywhere. You literally go, yeah, I'm gonna pay this. Oh, 
Oh. Pretty oh, much. <laughs> Green Velvet says, Splinter Cell, Twilight Princess, Agents Under Fire. Those were the modding days. Oh, yes. Back in the day. Back in the day. Back in day. Back in day. Back in day. Back in day. If you wanted a game, but you didn't have money for it, you just go onto internet, burn game onto disc, have a chip onto your PlayStation, and there you go, you start playing the game normally, and it's free of charge. Just don't make sure the cops don't find you, otherwise you're in big trouble. Otherwise, I do not know you, you never... Yeah, what? This collection of games? No, no, this is my music collection. Totally not, totally not a pirated game collection. Let's hear you play it then. Okay, I will, uh, but it has to be played on this station. Use it. I have to go to certain menus. Um, oh, damn it. I have to play the game now. Yeah, it's like, um, well, look a bear. Where? Run. <laughs> 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 Pretty much. Uh, Rockstar Dev says, remember when discs were a thing? Yeah, you are old now. <laughs> yes. They, they're, still, they're still used, but it's like now everyone's on digital, so... That's what I remember the old days, you put a disc into a console, you put it in, it played, and that was it. There was no updates to it. No, nope, that, so that was nowadays the game. Nowadays, when, when you put the disc in, you play it, right, so what we're going to do, updates will take 24 hours. Well, damn. Yeah, or, or it's like you're, you're, you're making progress in a game, and then it's like, okay, I'm going to make sure to beat this boss this time, and in order to proceed, you must pay $4 for the latest DLC. What? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Microtransactions? Why? <laughs> like, uh, yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, if the game shit, no first day patches, Rockstar says. Yeah, pretty much. No first day patches, yeah. no nothing. If you wanted to get a better game, you had to get the game of the year edition. When they kind of like fix it a little bit, maybe. I don't know. But Electric Boogaloo says, I just double dipped on the disc. A uh, copy of uh, Darius Burst and Windjammers recently. Nice! Nice one, Electric. That's awesome. But yeah, no, going back to the topic again. Um, yeah. So, it's it's sad. It's, it's sad to say that, you know, the Wii U, I felt like, was a good console. Um, to see it, like, be like it is, it, it was a shame. But, in a way, it's good to see that, you know, games on the Wii U are being ported onto the Switch, and then people that didn't buy Wii U can actually still be able to play it. And they get to have that fun experience as well. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's good. It's good to, it's good, it's, it's good, I, it's a good idea. It's a good thing to have. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm just sad because I, I enjoyed the Wii U. Um, so that's, that's my conclusion to it. James, what about you? Uh, my conclusion is I can see a lot of games to uh, to the Switch, and I think it'd be a fantastic idea. It's just gonna be all the games that we want, like the Pokemon tournaments, the uh, Legend of Zelda for me, and Super Smash Bros. I know they will make it into it, but it'd be nice for them to sort of finally get it on there straight away instead of having to wait a years and years for it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So there, there you go, guys. That is our top. That is our listener topic. Thank you very much to the Green Viperite for giving us that said topic. And as I say, you can give us a topic as well for a future show. All you got to do now is, if you want to get our email address, it's the Tally Ho Show, all one word, the Tally Ho Show at gmail.com. Just type an exclamation mark Tally Ho in the chat, and you'll get all the information there. Uh, Vic Show says, "Your devs would, uh, yeah, your devs would either just not bother or quality release newer versions of the game without public knowledge." 
It's like, yeah, that, that is true. Back then, they had to actually play test before releasing games. Now it's cheaper to just throw a game out with little testing and patch it later. The public is now the tester. Yeah, pretty much. That took the words right out of my mouth, mate. You really, really did. And Ed says, I'm waiting for Nintendo to make the Brit is handy simulator. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the British Andy, but people think it's the British Andy. Yes, okay. <laughs> who who would want to buy that game? I don't know. Just just sit tea all day. That's that's the simulator in a nutshell. <laughs> and, uh, that's the plan. Yes. Electric Booger says, remember QA? That was a thing. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> Playtesting is a thing, but they hired donkeys to playtest now. Well, I mean... Uh, we we don't know what happens, what goes on in gaming companies and industries, but you know, sometimes game testing is good, sometimes it's not. It's just life. It's just life. To be fair, though, Victor says games are so many, uh, so many times more complex than what they used to be. And Green Viper says they don't actually hunt for glitches and instead just play the game normally. And they're just like, yeah, 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 yeah it works, it works. Yeah, no, I can't see any glitches. Just, yep, yeah, all good, all good. <laughs> Day one release. There's so many bugs. Oh. No, why is there so many bugs? You're supposed to fix it before it comes out. Damn it. And then next day, two gig patch. <laughs> oh dear, yeah, and it takes about it takes about a year to sort of get them in. You're like, yeah. Why? If Why? you have, if you have bad internet, then you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or or Rockstar says they didn't find the, that bug while testing. Yeah. Oh, we didn't see that. We we we, tra- we checked everything. Uh, Jay says, per- yeah. Jay says a perfect example of the game. Uh, of a game that was probably not tested, Sonic Boom. Remember Sonic 06, Rockstar says, Rockstar says. And Electra says, Mass Effect Andro- Andromeda. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Andromeda. <laughs> Andromeda. Andromeda. Yeah, that was it. I'm still half asleep, so, you know, that's just me. Anyway, let's go on. It's time to now find out who our current king or... Who our king or queen is going to be for the throne of games. Ah, yes. That is the important question last for now. So, what we have, guys, if you've just tuned in, this is the Throne of Games, where you guys get to decide who you'd like to see be crowned the king or queen of the Throne of Games. We have our current king, which is Sonic the Hedgehog, and our new competitor, which is James's competitor, which is Tomb Raider, Lara Croft. Uh, I'm going to put the voting poll in again. Uh, For anyone that's just tuned in, click on that poll. Vote away. Um, James, what do you want to talk about Lara Croft quickly? Well, that's not really the thing I've said about her is already that needs to be said, really. It's the fact that she is the perfect person to be our first queen of the throne of games. She's British, she's an archaeologist, her games have been fantastic for non-stop. She's the one person who probably got me into actually platforming. She's just been, she's, well, captured, she's captured the public eye in film, she's got a new one. Well, I think it'll, she will outlive us all, and she is one of the best female protagonists that this gaming universe has, and probably will see for the rest, but that is, as I said, my own opinion. And for me with Sonic, because we can give him a third week on the throne, right? Maybe? He's just a cool down-to-earth kind of hedgehog, you know, saves the world, is chill about it, is always so, like, laid back and relaxed, you know, and con, yeah, I said about con, yeah, I mean, we've got Sonic Boom. I mean, I after the patch, it was pretty decent. But the one good thing about Sonic Boom is is that the characters are hilarious and Knuckle, Boom Knuckles is, you know, the best Knuckles. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So I honestly think that, um, you know, Sonic should stay as, uh, as as our king. So, But it's up to you guys. I'm going to give it, like, say, we'll give it 30 seconds right now. Uh, or we'll give it, yeah, we'll give it about 30 seconds just so then the new people can vote in. Hopefully we don't get a tie. Uh, we will just wait and see. 
I'm really hoping not. Because we always seem to be having ties on this show at the moment. We do. Victor said Mass, Mass Effect Andromeda was just poor development. Of off offloaded to a third party was to be expected. Well yes. Typical. Rockstar said Dugs, big boobs. <laughs> <laughs> well, well there you go. Viper says if is Amy your example of a character with <laughs> Well, well, wow, okay. Goodness. Alright guys. <laughs> Getting a bit lewd in the getting a bit lewd in the chat though. Okay, so thirty seconds. Yeah. Okay, thirty seconds is up. Let's see who is going to be our king or new queen of the throne of games. The winner is. Oh, just by one vote, Sonic wins. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> when will it end? <laughs> oh, beautiful. So that's it. Sonic is still triumphant. This is insane. I honestly thought he'd be. Uh, I'm happy, but I honestly thought he'd be taken down by now. <laughs> yeah, me both. <laughs> That's crazy, crazy, insane. Hasmanan's like rigged. It's rigged. I don't. I don't. I don't touch the pole. I just left it alone until like the start of Frodo Games. So. <laughs> no, fine. We can't touch. We can't touch it. It's literally up to you guys. Pukachu says that she switched her vote up for James this time. Ah, that's sweet. Right. Unfortunately, we have too many Sonic fans in this place. <laughs> apparently, apparently. So yes, that is it. So, hey, Sonic has won once again. I need, I need to get, I need to get something quickly. Give me. <sighs> yes, yes. You, you, you know what it is. You know what it is. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, where's my jingle? I had it, and now it's just disappeared. That's, that's not good. Uh, let me go for here. No, where is it? It was. Crud. I've lost it. <laughs> I've lost my jingle. <laughs> That's not bloody good. Oh, hang on a minute. I know where it is. It's in projects, isn't it? Yeah, there we go. Found it. Found it. <laughs> Let me just go. So, as I say, hard luck, James, on that. I mean, it was a, it was a good character, though. Lara Croft is a good character. I thought I had it then. I generally thought I did. Oh, well, it wasn't to be. It wasn't to be. So... I just like the shitty games Rockstar says. <laughs> Victor says, a Sonic fan? Where? Grab your pitchforks. <laughs> well, if, 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 we, if we're trying to like get rid of Sonic fans, then me and James have to leave. Stop doing the show. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be bad. But yes, speaking of Sonic, for a third week in a row, your king of the Frodo games is Sonic the Hedgehog. There we go. There we go. So Sonic is now our is still our king. It's insane. Who's the three next three weeks? Three weeks in a row. Edge is like James. We need to get the big guns. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. J10 says I think I think he should pull out. But nope. Nope. Not going to mention it. Oh God. No. Don't. Don't even do that. Don't even do nope. that. Enjoy J10 saying the same thing. James, you need to pull bigger guns than Lara Croft. <laughs> I don't but, know how big a gun I can get. Well, I, I'm just going to say this. Um, James is not going to be participating in the Throne of Games on the next episode. No, I'm not. Because the next episode, we're going to be having a guest on. Ooh. Ooh. It's all happening now on the on the Tally Ho show, you know. Getting topics, starting getting, things up. We're now getting famous enough. We're getting guests on the show. I'm getting get. I wouldn't say we're, get, we're getting like famous, but you know, 
maybe, slowly but surely, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but you know, we got mug, we're going to be getting mug design shirts apparently, and we're getting guests. So all the hype on that. <laughs> the picture is that not much can top those two thirty-two pointing polygons <laughs> with Lara Croft. Yeah, not much can top that. I mean, like. So, but yes, we'll be having a special, we'll be having our first guest on the show uh, for episode three. Episode three, if all goes well with everything, is going to be happening on February 18th. February 18th is when episode three is going to be happening. And uh, as I say, we're going to have a guest on. Our guest is going to be giving us his own topic. So we'll be having a topic from me and James, followed by a topic by our guest. And they are also going to be giving us a competitor for the throne of games. And Hopefully this time they'll actually win and knock Sonic off. Yes, and if they do win, then on the episode four, James then has to try and, uh, you know, take over that said character to try and sweeten the deal. So, all the fun <laughs> stuff on that. All the fun stuff on that. Rockstar says, Lara Croft, remember Tomb Raider 2013? Lara's basically crying through that whole game. Yeah, because it was a young Lara. She, she was a young Lara back then. <laughs> that was yeah, how, but... how she became the legend. I do prefer the actual legendary now. <laughs> but yes, yes. And uh, so, yeah, so that's what's going to be happening. Well, hopefully we'll be getting a guest on. And I say the next show is going to be happening on February 18th. So if you are free then, please feel free to come by. Be all of the hype. I'm just going to find another song for us to play to end off uh, for Sonic's Reign. So just give me one second, one second. Um, what am I going to give him though? What am I going to give him? That is a very, very good question. Um, there's a lot of songs though. There's a lot of songs. Ah, uh, you know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do this one because this song's so good. Um, yeah, that's what we're going to play. We're going to, we're going to add a little bit of Sonic R into this. Sonic R so good. Um, so yeah, we got the song up, ready to go. But yeah, guys, that's it. That is the end of the show. That is the end of episode two of the Tally Ho Show. James, how did you feel like it went today? Oh. James? Oh, hello. <laughs> there we go. I was hello. I don't know how that happened. I, I didn't even touch. Hello. I didn't even touch anything. I was like, wait, why, why have I all of a sudden, like, you've disappeared? I'm like, I didn't even do anything. Freaking Discord screwing up. <laughs> no, it's just a case of, I'm just a bit annoyed. You go, and just cut it out for a bit because it's my turn. It's my victory. How, how dare you, sir? How dare you? <laughs> so, yes. Hey, Jay- you're the one made up. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, fair enough. But, James, how did you feel like today went? Oh, I absolutely loved it, as I always do, but... Again, the result. But hopefully next week I will come back and pick a winner. Well, well as actually, the next week, week it's going to be the guest who's going to pick the winner, and then we can find Doctor Sonic off this hype. Yes, yes, maybe. Who knows? You just have to never know what happens on the throne of games. But uh, yeah, no, glad you enjoyed yourselves, and everyone's just like, did you say Sonic R? <laughs> Supersonic <laughs> racing? It might be. It might be. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> and uh, Rockstar says, Why 16th of February? Why not the 14th of February? I'll be the fit. Well, yeah, because that's fa- Valentine's Day. <laughs> or, or for me, single, single appreciation day. <laughs> single appreciation day. Yeah, that's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> oh, and uh, by the way, man, I hate to kind of 
because you've gone so well in this episode without making a single mistake. Uh, it's February 18th, not 16th. Because everyone else says 16th. No, no, that's that's what Rockstar said. He said, "Why 16th oh, of February? Why not 14th of February?" No, it's it's the 18th. I I I, I did say the 18th, didn't I? I swear I did. I think I probably did. I think I, I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm bloody going back onto the vod, and I'm gonna have just double check because if I said 16th, damn it. <laughs> It's always one episode where I make a mistake every time. Uh, so close. So close, yet no cigar. You and most people. Sixteenth because Bayo. Oh, because Bayonetta. There you go. Ah, <laughs> oh, Rockstar says you did. I replied to Green Viper. You dingus. Oh well, there you go. Oh, that's why I got. I didn't see Viper's reply. Why February eighteenth? And when you can have February sixteenth? Oh, that that makes sense. Okay, cool. Now I know. Yeah. Now I know. You and most of you. Single Appreciation Day, yeah, that's what we're going to call it. Or for me, Trails of Cold Steel 2 Day. Or for Vixtro, for Bayonetta, Christmas Day number 2 in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's for Bayonetta, maybe. Anyway, guys, that is it. That is the end of the show. We are going to end things off with some Super Sonic Racing from Sonic R, made by Richard Jace and sang by the amazing TJ Davis. That's what we are going to be having on. Uh, I need to find... I need to find a song. We're also going to be having... We're also going to be having, because we like Wave Race so much, we've got a Wave Race remix. So we're going to be having a Wave Race 64 remix made by J James Landino featuring uh, Daminal Cannon. I think that's his name. Let me just double check. Uh, Daminal uh, Cannon, I believe. Uh, if I got his name wrong, I apologize. But it's uh, it's another one of those Grab Your Glow Sticks songs. <laughs> it's so I got my Glow Sticks for the previous one. Good. Yeah, we're going, for an we're going to end things off with a rave. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> So four is a lone day. Yeah, Rockstar. But yeah, guys, that's it. That's the end of the show. Thank you all so much for coming by and listening in. Uh, please be sure to come by to the next show. There's a Wave Race 64 remix in Blue Storm. Oh, okay. That's cool. Actually. Yeah, I, I got this summer remix. So, uh, you know, should be good. Should be good. As I say, the next show is going to be on February 18th. And we will be having a special guest on the show. So look forward to that. But until then, guys, I have. this has been the Tally Ho Show. I have been Andy. I have been James. And I just want to thank you all so much for tuning in. And until next time, as I say, which will be in two weeks from now, have a very, good rest, have a very good rest of your day, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world. And we'll speak to you all very, very soon. Uh, before you finish off, just very quickly, don't forget, if you do like the show, why not follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, at the Tally Ho Shows. Because always give you a like, and we keep it updated throughout the entire time, even before we stream, so that you guys can be in the know for all your gaming that is true. We're also going to be making a Twitter account very soon. But James, if you want to post up the Facebook page in the chat, feel free to. Oh, ready on it. Hey, all good stuff. Okay, guys, it's time to play Supersonic Racing from Sonic R. As I say, guys, have a good rest of your day. Tally-ho to you all. I will speak to you all very, very soon. Take care, and bye-bye for now. Take care, guys. See you in a bit.
Mission complete!